tall man and a short blonde woman. Right. Okay. Dr. Goodhead reported their position 20 minutes ago. They're just coming into range of our tracking ship in the Pacific Ocean. We should have audiovisual within a few minutes from the remote onboard TV monitors. Houston calling Dr. Goodhead. Houston calling. Confirm your position. As this is the first joint venture between our two countries, I'm having it patched directly to the White House and Buckingham Palace. Well, I'm sure Her Majesty will be fascinated. We have audiovisual. Ah, at last. My God, what's Bond doing? I think he's attempting re-entry, sir. I'm doing a lot of traveling, which is great. I'm really happy to be. I mean, the flight was half empty. Yeah. Hell yeah. But there's a flight. Are you seeing a lot of like masks? You're a correspondent. Uh, you're 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 a foreign travel I correspondent now. Not any masks. Only one. There's a, a fair it, number of there's a fair number of uh, Chinese national students at Emory Law School. Okay. So there's a couple of like Chinese girls that wear masks. But then, but then you see a lot of Chinese girls wearing masks at these things. You know, no coronavirus. No coronavirus. I would right. see more masks than I would. I see seen an appropriate number of masks. Hmm. Uh, I don't think people are really freaking out that much about it. I mean, this will sound black box on on the, you know, why not make the whole plane out of the black box? But if you were going to travel somewhere, Atlanta is a good call and just just hang out the CDC. See what they. Every law school is every law school is a a quarter mile from the CDC. Yeah, I I am legitimately hanging out. I thought you were going to say like with regards to the black box joke. I thought you were going to say if you're going to travel, why not just go ahead and get the coronavirus so you can't catch yeah. it? Um, Youngish, it's like the chicken pox. Yeah, and both of those things, kinda. I mean, I'm not like you know, yeah. I'm either incredibly young or incredibly healthy, but on the up on the you know over fifty percent young and healthy in both those things, I'd probably be fine. I mean, my wife is pregnant, so it's not like the, right. She, it wouldn't be great if she got it. That's, I, I hear that it's uh, that it's bad for uh, for older people. I don't. I, I've been trying to avoid all news of it. I I don't understand exactly how you get it or how you prevent it, um, and that's fine. It's and I, like the, I, I hear. Yeah, it's it's, it's that's the thing is yeah, it also only has it, it. It only has a two percent fatality rate, if that. Um, and See, that seems like a lot to me. That seems like a, a lot big number. That's a lot. That's but it, that's not any more than this the than the regular ass flu. Right, right. No, well, they, no, the regular just, the regular flu is something like point point two percent. I heard a, I heard point seven getting thrown around, flu. and then I've also heard that the well, numbers because, are manufactured yeah, like, everywhere. So who the fuck knows? I mean, we're all gonna die. guys. We're all gonna die. It's okay. Yeah, we're all yeah, gonna yeah. die. We're all, all gonna die anyway. So that's right. That's right. And we will not have the Medicare is, for the all. Hope, the hope is the will that at least some of us will live long enough to get through all three hundred uh, French <laughs> French catch matches. I have, yes. We have on this in this 
Speaking uh. of people who uh, have died, I'm going to assume most of these people. I would, yeah, I would yeah. guess all. I think some of them, some of them, all really old ones are still alive. But yeah. Uh, yeah, D- Dr. Adolf Kaiser is living happily in Argentina, from what I understand. Yes, exactly. uh, welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. And I'm we so have... Sorry. Oh, that's shit. Do it again. All right, I'm going to start over. <laughs> uh, welcome to Wrestling is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. I'm that's... Phil Schneider. There we go. That's it. I, I... Yeah. All right. That's Phil Schneider. Um, we got... Uh, Phil first... Schneider. Yeah. Um... First time returning guest, Philip Albert Schneider. Um, Alan, I know, I know I'm, I'm aware uh, <laughs> it's a recurring bit. Um, okay. is, uh, is, is, am I really the first recurring guest? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll have Eric on again. We'll have some people on. So Eric now. was our have... first guest. Our first ever guest was Eric Ritz and, uh, and he's, an acquaintance of mine. yeah, he's, he's great and all. Um, but he, I think, so I'm going to say this, obviously Phil Schneider, uh, one of our boys, one of the guys that's like you know influential to us in our online fandom, our online psychosis. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just say, it's not like because you're like the the best that you're on the fir- you're the first returning guest. It's because you're having a child next month, and I knew I know as a person who recently had a second child. Well, last a year and a half ago had had a second child. I realized soon how- enough ago. Yeah, and then I decided to like start a podcast like right afterwards, and I, I realized how much that cuts into your time. And we also just have this big gold mine that's just, I guess, yeah. become uncovered within the last month and a half, two months. Well, I'm on a work trip, so this is the perfect time to do it. I'm just in a in a uh, sort of in a hotel room. I think this is the out. second time we've. I think when we did the we don't know evolve show, uh, me and I think I was on. Yeah, I think I was in Atlanta on a work trip then too. I mean, that's it's a right. Good time to do these things, yeah, because you don't have to worry about your wife and kids and neglecting responsibilities. Oh, to sounds awesome. Bucky, I wish Bucky I could get away. That right, neglecting his responsibilities, but at least we're not both neglecting our responsibilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I put my son to bed right before, and I've also. Uh, He's he's got a new thing where he reaches in his diaper and grabs a turd and smears it all over his face <laughs> and the walls. Um, so oh, I, so you I got please... a regular, you got a baby Gigi Allen. That's right, that's right. That's that's why his, his, uh, he is uh, one year and four, one year and three months. What? Yeah, one one and a quarter. Avoided at least with Zach the yeah. smear poop. Well, so uh, we've we've recently switched him not not entirely, but we've started introducing. Um, you know, a lot of like regular shirts, uh, like a while ago. And now that's sort of become part of his like bedtime, his like pajama stuff. Um, so I think we're just going to switch it because it, it happened this morning when I got him, uh, I went in and it was a nightmare in there. Um, it, you know, it's fine now. Um, and then he did it again a, a little later on, actually, while I was watching one of these matches and I've got notes, I've got notes on it, actually. Um, I think my mic might be a little hot. I'm going to turn it down just a touch. Uh, but, 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 okay. Well, that's good. That's how you, that's what you do, uh, after you've started, you do that. Um, yeah. and doing a bit where I don't check the levels. Yeah. Uh, well, I was checking the levels. It's just, it's really a, weird. Well, that was with a three reference people. to a podcast that can't be named in the New York times. Oh yeah. 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 A C time. I always think, Yes, I always think about that. That I think that's the episode I've listened to the most, where he says, "Doing a new bit where I don't check the levels," um, <laughs> like 2016, I think. It might yeah. be the episode. It might be an episode of Will. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh, Phil, Phil, have you have you listened to the illustrious Come Town podcast? 
I've heard of it, but I have not uh, listened to it. <laughs> well, good. At least you've heard I'm of not, it. I'm not as aggressively uh, left online. This is the thing. Everybody I'm keeps saying this. Left, but I don't know if I'm. I'm not as involved in the culture. So everybody thinks that that is a leftist podcast. It is not. It's not. I mean, it, it is, but it's it's it, it's like adjacent. I've heard I've had so many people say I don't really listen to a lot of like leftist or political podcasts. When I mentioned Cometown, Cometown is not a political podcast. Uh, well, I, I, I've been misinformed. I, I will admit that I my knowledge of it is to quote <laughs> Adam to quote Adam Friedland. Uh, Cometown is not a leftist podcast or a political podcast. It's a podcast about being gay with your dad. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Being gay with your dad. Yeah. Um, it's, In it's, response to a Vox article three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, he did a TV appearance where uh, they were like, this political activist? I'm like, not a, I'm not a political activist. I had a comedian. I have a, co- a podcast called Cometown. And he said it like on TV. And I think he probably got like fined by the FCC or whatever, whoever does those things. Um, but yeah, Phil Schneider, uh, welcome. This is a, we're, gonna, we're doing the cum podcast. Um, no, we're doing okay, the, so, the coronavirus. Yeah, we're doing, <laughs> the, the, we're doing the coronavirus uh, podcast. We're doing the French What's cash up, podcast. What's up everybody out there? This, this shouts out to everybody out there with the motherfucking coronavirus. Uh, it, was it COVID-19? Is that right? COVID-19. Yeah. That's right. And this is, uh, we're doing. That'd be a great vanity license plate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. That's a great idea. I was actually thinking about vanity plates just the other day. Um, I, I, th- I think I, I think I just found it. I'm going to try to register it right now. Um, Phil, tell us why we're here. Oh, uh, we're here because uh, we're going to talk about French catch. And what, what's that? Um, it's <laughs> it is it is French professional wrestling. Um, the stuff we're talking about, I think, is mostly from the '50s. Yeah. And we one match from the seventies. When is the catapult match from? Uh, seventy two. Seventy two. So we basically, I, I'm going to sort of fudge the specifics. You drink that shit. Got in her, catapult match. Got her, match. got her hands on uh, the the French television archives of basically all of their wrestling <laughs> from starting yes. in 1956 and going through 19. 19- uh, early so 80s. weird. <laughs> so we're talking about like 300 or something different matches. Um, so, so we're not going to go into very... detail on like on on like the, the the fake identities, like the espionage that it took to get <laughs> this right. We're just saying got our hands on it. We're not even talking about how we got our hands on it. <laughs> yeah. We got, it. We got it was... our hands on it. We've been doing over at Saguna Kaida every Tuesday. Danny Ocean uh, over we've here. Been, we've been <laughs> right exactly. We, we raised the building. <laughs> and then we were able to sneak and get our hands on, on all of the stuff. And yeah. so, you know, there had been some French catch, which had been on YouTube a little bit. Yeah, that was the thing that, like, it made us aware of this, right? Uh, Gilbert Chesca and Billy uh, Catanzaro or whatever? I actually found on Daily Motion. Yeah. Yes. Randomly, like, seven years ago. I'm, like, That's just where looking the good for shit wrestling. is. That was yes, like, that is, what? I mean. Because if you've seen that match, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Seen that match? Yes. And that match doesn't make any sense out of when you first see it. Yeah. Like, cause imagine, cause I, at least you probably saw it cause I probably wrote it up and said, this is incredible. Yeah. These guys, I don't know what these guys are doing in 1956, but imagine you just started watching it. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Cause that move, it's like <laughs> as intricate and athletic as like the craziest, like PWG or Dragon's Gate. 
Yeah, except it's two French guys from the mid fifties. I remember watching that, and it, like it, I, I had, I think I had just watched like a couple of weeks before for the first time, uh, El Dandi versus Negro Casas from ninety two, and I like the the parallels of those two matches are pretty. I, in my head, they they've sort of worked out. Um, I I I didn't know what to expect from from French catch. That was not I. Nobody has ever said French catch uh, on a podcast before. So um, last time we did what was it? We, Siobhan, the Brazil, the Brazil, or the yeah, the Brazilian match, right? Yes. And we yes. got that. We we got that from Phil, right? Yeah, I found. Out, yeah, that I saw something you wrote about that uh, ten fucking years ago, uh, Phil. Uh, yeah. Achilles. Uh, Achilles. Achilles versus Mr. Argentina in the chain <laughs> match. Yeah. A match yeah. fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, love- so yeah, one of the things I like, my favorite thing to do in wrestling really is to like try to dig around and find weird shit nobody talks about. Uh, I like. I, I would much rather do that than watch things that people are excited about. Sure, the stuff that people say is universally great. Like I don't ever think I'm going to go back and rewatch uh, Kobashi matches. Oh, but you tell me that I'm watching French dudes I've never heard of. Hey, uh, let me let me tell you, Kenta Kobashi, this shit kind of holds up. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure it does. It's just I'm not like like I'm not. It's just that, that kind of. As I get older and weirder, it's like that kind of stuff interests me less. <laughs> sure, you know, sure, sure. And, and like you know, it's more. If there ain't no Simon Honda there, then you know, yeah, well, sure. What's the point. But yeah. also, it's like I'd rather I'd rather find some you know some weird. I mean, the things I enjoy writing about the most are the stuff that I think you know, I, I've sort of uncovered. That's a cool thing about the internet is you can. There's so much stuff that you know never was, you know, was so hard to get or nobody had on tape, and now it just kind of shows up. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's sort of it's one of the things we sort of like to do in this podcast because we're not really discovering things. Um, we kind of are though. We kind of are. Like twenty minutes in hell is like one of our big ones that nobody really talked about. Um, I, I feel like we're not instrumental in bringing Zona Twenty Three and El De Hisadero. Oh God, I've only been awake an hour. El, El De Hisadero. El De Hisadero. Um, I, I feel like. Um, maybe we're, we're we've gotten Ruben Steele and heavy metal wrestling a, a couple we of were extra on, fans. We were on the the forefront of Yard Call. Yard Call is best. See that the Yard Call yeah. is specifically special um, because uh, special to all of us because the reason that I even had that was because uh, Phil needed uh, a copy of it and I uh, procured it. Right, because I was like, I don't know how I get a get a copy of this thing. Yeah, and Buggy knows how to record things because like, it was just a screen. No, no, I don't. I don't. Didn't record. Didn't. Nope. Didn't do that. None of the stuff. But, but basically, but, yeah, that was the reason you got your yard call because <laughs> I want. It wasn't even for yard call. It was for the War Games match that was the main event of that show that wasn't nearly as good as yard call. Oh yeah, yeah. I never even watched yard that. call was like a was like an ancillary <laughs> benefit. Yeah. Like, I want to see this War Games match. And the War Games match I think was fine. I remember correctly. <laughs> It was like a fine War Games match, but it wasn't like the best War Games match. <laughs> uh, yeah. or, or it wasn't the top and even like uh, a- anarchy, uh, like Cornelia, Cornelia Georgia. Georgia. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's, that's high, one of high standards there. But still, yeah, yeah. that's one of those things Siobhan really wants to do. I think is the 2005 Cornelia Georgia. 2006, uh, 2005. No, it's 2000. I forget which one it is that you have, Phil. Is it 2005 that you were picking up real recently? In 2006, the Devil's Rejects uh, Team Anarchy one is the one. Yeah, the 2005 one I got a copy of. Or is it 2007 that you were like, oh, this shit is really – I don't remember at this point. uh, The 2000 – I think it was 2006 was the one that had – that was Team Anarchy. And the the one – the next 
yeah, I don't know. One of them was Devil's Rejects, which I can plug the software. They're all Tank and Iceberg, right? Mumbling about the, it. Yeah, the, mumbling about it on a podcast. No. So they can actually look this up. The, the Devil's Team Anarchy versus Devil's Rejects one was 2006. Rejects yeah. versus Elite is 2007. Ooh. That's the Gilbert one. No, I got a copy of that. Devil's the Jeff versus a Jeff, a Jeff G. Bailey, yes. And that's... Sent, it to, sent it to Nobody Lost knows who any of these people are. To rip it. But he I said he will... couldn't rip it. So he said he's going to try to send it back to me. Well, he couldn't, he couldn't rip the disc? Copy. Yeah, he said he couldn't do it for some reason. All right. Well, just send it to me. I, 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 no, I, I, I'm going to get it back and send it to you. Yeah. But I have watched it. It's good. It's not as good as the 2006 <laughs> one. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, uh, it was well, six is as good as, as Wild Side anyway. Anarchy War Games. That's, that's, that's yeah. a, that's its own thing. Um, its own thing. There's like a pretty good one we just reviewed on. Uh, that was not, it was Georgia, but not Cornelia, Georgia, like a different Georgia fed, but with the same sort of guys. Sure. Uh, but we should get back to French cash. So yeah. the point is, the thing I like, one of the things I like doing the best is finding this stuff. And this is like the greatest, the greatest, uh, um, trove you're ever going to get of this is like the, you know, the all time greatest batch of it. It's like, here's, here's wrestling. Nobody's seen in you know 30 40 50 years yeah uh, uh and it's just all of it like who, who uh, would even have tapes of this like the like it it didn't uh, exist it, it was ripped into it was digitized right by somebody but you remember this sh- chicago film uh arch- archives of like uh like comiskey park or whatever that stuff that all appeared with uh so this is like that on steroids, right? It's like yeah. instead of 25 matches, there's 250 matches. Yeah. So we've been doing over the last like a month or so. Also, instead of being in a major league stadium in our in this country, it's um I I don't fucking know somewhere in Paris. Yeah, who fuck knows? And it's just a basketball gym in the catapult match. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a basketball hoop. Nobody dunks, sadly. But oh, that would be not good. Much away. So yeah, so it's like it's, it, it is the all-time craziest of all of this stuff we've ever done, right? Just like here's this insane, weird thing um, that we're doing, and we found it. And it's all of it, and you get a chance now instead of being like a match from this, a match and a match five years later to get a sense of like what a, what people do against different opponents and what a heavyweight match in this style looks like versus a juniors match. Because I don't think any of the matches that we're, we're doing here are particularly wrestled in the same style of that as the contents are a Seska match. They're very different. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the, 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 the first one we're going to do, uh, Burt Royal and Tony Oliver is kind of like, it starts out and it feels like it could go that direction, but then it does, it, it just does not at all. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that one. Yeah. That I, I think that I think is the best match that we've done of this new batch of footage. I think it's, the one that's the closest to like an all. There's some stuff that's really, really great. I can but I think see it. This is like an all-time classic. Yeah, uh, Shivani, you want to give us a, a participants and date? Okay, um, from February twenty-second, nineteen fifty-seven. As far as we are aware, uh, Tony Oliver versus Burt Royal again. Paris? Question mark. I don't want to know. Do we know? Um, probably like- Paris. Is, there, we, we, is it in uh, Le Cirque de, de, de Hiver? I don't know. I hope. I don't even know what that is. Why did <laughs> uh, Napoleon III build it for Turkish uh, oil wrestling? And, uh, awesome. During, yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, and NXT ran there last year, and 
Triple H is a son of a bitch. We all agree on that, but he fucking looks, he, he I don't know, I don't, maybe it's just Regal, or, or, uh, or all of those, or the fact that he just surrounds himself with people who've actually wrestled in these places. I, I, sure. Triple H has never yeah, wrestled probably in the um, I think it's from Paris, yeah. Yeah. Is this, a, is there a promotion? Like, do we know, like, the name of what, any, any of this? Do we have any information Not beyond really, who these guys are? I think, I think if, uh, I think Atani, He's back on PWO found up some stuff. There's apparently a bunch of different promotions that would have the television slot over, depending on what year it was. Okay. Okay. But I don't know with what year. So no, we don't know. We don't know very much about any of this stuff. Do we know um, who either of these guys are outside of like, is there more Tony Burt Royal or Tony Royal Oliver? Is a, is a, is a world of sport guy. Okay. And he, he shows up. He's actually in our, let me see if I can uh, find this. He, he, Burt is, Bert Royal in, is right. Burt Royal, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Burt Royal is in our 1971 match of the year. Um, okay. Kaida teaming with Vic Faulkner, I think, is his brother against the St. Clairs, which okay. is a really cool. And match. that's that's um, world of sport. That. Okay. Yes, yeah, so he's like a world, like a world of sport guy, British guy. Uh, Tony Oliver, I think we think is Spanish. He looks Spanish. I think Not the profile, to but he is Spanish looking. Um. <laughs> So I, I love it when we do this. I love it. I love it when we're like, uh, that guy looks. You know, we started. We did. I don't think it's going to be the podcast. We talking about, uh, uh, you know, Al Pacino and whether uh, Sean Penn, whether or not he's Jewish or not, and we're like, mm, maybe he could pass. And we're like, so, we should not be talking about this. <laughs> so I think he's Spanish, um, and his brother is in a match early. That's a couple weeks earlier. Or yeah, like three weeks earlier, Jim Oliver against Iska Khan, which is also really, really great. What's Iska um, Khan's deal? Let's just go. He's like a he's ball. a Mongolian. He wrestles like Killer Khan. Except okay, he throws good. really. He's like if Killer Khan had even harder chops. He's awesome. great. Awesome. It's an awesome. Yeah. I mean, I consider just doing an all Oliver Brothers podcast. And that's <laughs> what I was thinking about. So his brother is in this match earlier, and he's in this match, and then there's no other footage of Tony Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> on in any of this stuff. Awesome. So, like, Tony Oliver has one match that's on tape in 1957, no other real record of him existing, and I kind of think that he's got to be the greatest single match on tape wrestler of all time, right? <laughs> that's a, totally to fair. He's fucking the Spanish government's archive. Yeah, yes, right? Yeah, I wonder if they've got some sort of thing. He's a real son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's so good, and it's like, you watch this, and you go, God, this guy feels like, the, like he's, you know, an all-time great. Yeah. And, there's, you know, that's it. We got one match. There's that moment, maybe about two or three minutes in, when um, he has uh, Burt Royal in some sort of hold, and he just punches him right in the ribs. And you get to hear the whole building. Like, everyone goes, oh, fuck. Like, he just blasts him right oh, in the, the stomach. It's great. Just yeah. an absolute bastard. The, like, amount of, like, knuckle grinding that happens. This this does start out, like, largely as sort of just mat work and, like, head scissors and, and wrist locks and, like, arm bars. Um, there's a there's a moment extremely early on where, where Oliver kips up out of a head scissor and, like, barely makes it to his feet. And it's sort of, like, it looks like one of the realest kip-ups ever, you know? Like, right. the, a lot of the little stuff like that feels like, if you saw it now, it would look manufactured because they rehearsed it, and this was just a guy doing athletic shit, uh, not because he has rehearsed it, but because that's just what he does. Um, there's, there's like, a, a leg scissor sort of, like, hold that, that Royal gets trapped in, and he tries escaping it. 
uh, by just shoving his palms in Oliver's face. And then, it, uh, like, Oliver, this sort of, sort of sets the tone. Oliver denies him escape by grinding his knuckles into Royal's, like, eyelids. He just constantly is, like, saying, how can I make this suck a little more for the guy I'm putting this hold on? Yeah. Right? Oh, let me take his toe and for a twister. Let me stick my thumb in this guy's, like, rib cage and <laughs> poke. And just like he spends the entire match. Like, every time he puts on a hold, he's, like, trying to make it a little more asshole-ish. Yeah. And, and that... so when Royal finally gets gets and loses his cool and starts firing back, it's like a real moment. Because he's like, man, you deserve it. You should hit that guy as hard as you can for just what a dick he's been this whole time. One of the things that Royal does so well in this match, too, is is on those babyface comebacks. I know he, we talked about this in the Mr. Argentina match. I think, Siobhan, you know what I'm going to say. Um, the snapmare. Standing neck twist. And standing oh. neck twist combo. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Yeah. This is this is like di- direct uh, lineage from from this to that, and also to Zack Saber Junior. As as we'll joke, yeah. um, no, it's it's one of those moves that I guess has now become like a over the last two episodes of the show. We've talked a lot about snapmares. Snapmares <laughs> uh, are great. Yeah, we and, talked about snapmares before. We did the David Arquette Nick Gage match. You know, sure, sure. Who could who could forget? I certainly didn't wink. Uh, <laughs> No, there's there's a lot of like very uh, basic stuff here that's done in a in a certain like I don't know there's there's a, like a motion to things. This is shot on film, and so you I mean I I don't know like what you know what the lens size is or whatever, but um, it's something you don't see like anything shot like nothing's shot on film anymore, even films like so it's it's this weird sort of. Uh, eye feeling you know this 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 visualized uh like motion that you're seeing that's just sort of it it exists not it's not cinematic right but it it's you you know the way you know like frames per second or whatever that your your eye interprets certain motion and movement and this sort of has this other um sort of quality to it this other aesthetic quality and it, it gives it like just a very strange and and particular vibe um that i it when they start going fast it it captures them in a certain way uh there's a moment in one of the other matches where i i could have sworn it was sped up but it wasn't i like watched it over and over it was just that people look different moving quickly on film compared to you know shitty digital video um yeah it's it's pretty special for that uh this is the oldest match that we've covered on the show right it would have to be Yes, uh, the closest before this was, um, of course, uh, Destroyer uh, Rico Dozon. But, yeah, sure. Know. That was 64? Yeah, well, we're just going to say 64. Yeah, um, yeah so, so two of the, 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 the uh, you know, Dr. Adolf Kaiser matches from 57, too. It's from six days later. Uh, yeah, I've, we're going to definitely... <laughs> As I, we believe. Yeah, sure. Least, I buy it. I believe the French National Archive. I just don't. Maybe a day or two off. But but, but yeah, I mean, that's what the time they say it is. Um, This is one of the earlier. I mean, we've been doing stuff basically chronologically. Uh, We like we've been like doing mostly chronological, but we'll like cherry pick something weird or cool. Yeah. When you when you see catapult match, which I don't again, I don't want to go too into that until we get to it. But when if you see that and somebody says, have you seen the catapult match? You're like, sorry, what? Um, Fuck is the catapult? Yeah, what which does is it even mean? What I said multiple times because that was what you told me. Uh, we'll get to it. Um, so he, uh, Oliver, is like 
It's not like Jim Brakes. I'm not sure. Like, I haven't watched enough World of Sport to really say who he reminds me of. I thought uh, he reminded me of Masafuchi. Masafuchi? Yeah. That's a great one. Okay. That's yeah, fantastic. That was, that was the comparison I think I used in my review. Just a guy who, like, you know, was going to be like a sadistic torturer. I deliberately didn't go back and read your. I, I, I've okay. been reading the. And also, this is Phil Schneider from Segunda Kaida. We didn't. <laughs> if you're not we, familiar. We, we, we said that. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't. It's it's dot blogspot dot com. He's got a blog. Yep. Um, I'm never gonna. We're never gonna have you on without being. This guy's a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm an old. I'm an old person. No, it's great. It's, it's great, um, and there's nobody else every, doing that. I mean, not really. Not not that kind of like wrestling writing, unless you count the people that are like do, going deep dive on. I was going to say AEW Dynamite, but you guys technically do that too. Yeah, Eric does it. Or he makes me every couple, like every month, will say, I can't do it this week, and you're doing it. I'm always like, fuck, I guess. He's a young man. <laughs> he's he's hip to the stuff, right? He's, gotta be, he's always got to be like, I'm going to see a Joanna Newsom concert. Can you do this? He does AEW work. And like, I, I suppose I can. Man, um, what if they brought Joanna Newsom out and instead of downstate, she played the Cody Rhodes theme on her big ass harp? That's the harp lady, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Andy I, Sandberg's wife. So I'm sorry. I what? Feel like, yeah. <laughs> okay. I went, to, I went to high school with Andy Sandberg. <laughs> The six degrees, um, and bring it all back around. <laughs> oh man, um, Oliver! At at a certain point, he he gets back on offense. Um, so Royal has the has a uh, another ne- snapmare neck twist, which again that's the the guys on his back. You put your feet on either side of his head and just quickly twist, and it it's a great move. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> um, sure, yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, I think, is who I I, I cited. That's an Eddie move, right? Um, yeah. So he he does these he does these insane forearms. There there is a a, a moment early on where um, he, he Here's, gets... it's the thing about French catch. It is stiff as shit. Yeah. Almost all the matches, like I want you know, it's like every time you watch, it's like holy hell, these guys are killing each other. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a, a spot um, when it's one of the most important stra- like holds of the match um, midway through with. Tony Oliver is just completely trying to destroy Barrett Royal's uh, knee, and Barrett Royal just, but he's like he's using his free legs to stiffly knee uh, Tony Oliver right in the fucking face. Like yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. He's just like, yeah, get the fuck out of my fucking, get the fuck away from my hamstring. Yeah, before yeah. you rip it off. That's a that's a really great spot. He's so uh, Oliver has him in a uh, like a spinning toe hold and starts digging in deep, and he does he drops down, and, and then I think that was that's one of the parts where he is just grinding him uh, with his with his knuckles and his stomach, um, and and then there's a there's a moment where I think this is the spot you're talking about where Royal uh, is able to reach up with his arm. Um, and sort of grab like sort of a, a you know a half like a one arm headlock to try to escape it, and uh, a Royal bites him right. Um, he just bites his arm. Sorry, Oliver bites his arm, and the referee sort of is in his face. And and while the referee is sort of pulling Oliver's attention away from the the deep toe hold, um, that's when yeah Royal just sort of reaches his free leg up over across his body, and yeah knees him like right in the eye. Um, and it's, I mean, I heard 
perfectly understand. I mean, if I was Tony Oliver and I was wrestling, I mean, if I was Burt Brown, I was wrestling this guy, I would also try to hit him as hard as I could. Yeah. Right? Because it's just like, this guy's such a dick in this match. It's like, yeah, I'm going to, if I get my chance, it's going to come, coming, coming with it. Because you spent this entire time digging your, like, thumb into my joints. It's so gross. The, the, it's the, called, the, it's, it's called, it's not just kayfabe, it's reality. Yeah. Can, can I do a very, very, can I do a side note? There's sure, nothing sure. to do anything that just, uh, so we've been, so my roommate and I, we've been watching the NWA Power episodes for some reason. <laughs> okay. Now, now, um, I believe, um, Eddie Kingston of, is good on that, right? Yeah. Friend of, of pod, friend of friend podcast, I suppose, Bad Rest Podcast, Josephus, Josephus Brody. I, I believe sure. he's the one doing these weird commercials that, now there's a weird fake commercial where Austin Idol talks about having, um, a kayfabe cocktail recipe. And he gives it as like, now if you want to get laid, you make the kayfabe cocktail. But I'm not going to tell you what's in it because that's kayfabe. And he's wearing like le- like the leather cap and stuff. And it's some real and like Austin Idol is old as hell now. And it's it's unfortunately some real Jimmy Savile vibes out of a out of a true legend. It's <laughs> I don't know I don't know what's going on there. I, I Josephus needs to rand it in. I think. Okay. Rock and roll. I don't, don't watch this. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's it's you don't want to think about Austin Idol as Jimmy Savile. You know mm. that. He might have done some bad things, but Jimmy Savile had a whole network of bad things going on <laughs> under him. I think he I think I, I, I think I, I I don't think you want to scrape the surface too deep. I don't want to scrape the surface of Memphis wrestling. Memphis wrestling. Oh god. Absolutely not. Yeah. I just he didn't have the BBC covering up for him, and more importantly, he wasn't leaning into those vibes either. <laughs> this hard, he just looks like Jimmy Savile now. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh God, Austin. Aww. At least Tony Falk is still pure with the, his gold painted tire irons <laughs> and, and gluten free waffles. Uh, anyway, to, br- to bring it back, no, to bring it back. Do you think there uh, there's like a, an elaborate um, pedophilia ring in French Cats? <laughs> There's a, match, there's, there's a match between Inca Per one of the matches that we we're not doing on this show, but uh, Inca Perano. Let's see, it's Inca. Let's see if I can find the exact name here. Is Inca Perano, who's awesome, versus Comanche Indian. <laughs> uh, Fifty-seven. It's uh, a little later in the month in March, and um, what a they, month! They do a spot where they where they do like. They basically roll around the ring 69 each other. Hell yeah. There's like See, lots of spots in that match where they're like just lots of people like putting their balls right on their opponent's face. We should have done that <laughs> one. Like, Whoa. That's the thing. I know, I know you, 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 you don't listen to the show. That's fine. I don't think anybody listens to the show. You only listen to basketball podcasts, what you told me. But if you did listen to the show, you'd know that one of the best things, uh, one of, one of our favorite things to watch is just any wrestling that like deeply resembles gay porn. So I maybe Inca Piranha versus Comanche Indian. I've never yeah. seen it. I'm writing it down. It's like, a, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but the first tape I ever loaned my, our friend, uh, Tom, Kevin, mm-hmm. uh, yes. we, we were, we were, uh, is that uh is a tape that Dean somehow got his hand on of like British wrestling from the eighties seven eighties that was all handheld, but like the person who was doing the handheld would just uh zoom in on the crotches of the wrestlers. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have like Finley and Regal and all these guys you want to watch, but just like every once in a while there's a little match, they just do a super close up of like Finley's like nuts and death. <laughs> so I just loaded the top and just said, Robbie, Ro- Robbie Brookside's Brooks- gotten a chubby, huh? <laughs> I just said, here's the British wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell him what it was past that point. Like when Dean said it to me, he's like, "I got this crazy tape that's just people like where it's like British wrestling, but the guys just like uh, filming everybody's tape." And I just gave it to Tom and just said, "Here's like there's some regal match." <laughs> <laughs> and then like you ask him, "So what'd you think?" And he's just like, yeah, "Well, <laughs> I didn't know Dave Boy Collins was packing." Camera <laughs> decision here. I, I think so, I could have guessed yeah. about Danny Boy Collins. Yeah. Uh, you just hear grunts from the guy holding the camera all of a sudden. It's just, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, send me that. I'll digitize it. Um, I know where it is. Uh, but, it's, but, in a, uh, it's in an uh, evidence it's, locker somewhere. It's, it's in my, it's, I, have, I have a couple of storage boxes full of old wrestling tapes. I didn't do a great job of labeling my wrestling tapes like 15 years ago. So a lot of things that will just say Japan on them. <laughs> so it's help in 2020 when you don't have a VCR. Like, I don't know this could be. All Japan, this could be battle arts, this could be... It might just be a David Sullivan concert, who's to say? <laughs> no, we, we got Offset, but if you want to see some see some, see some some super gay stuff... <laughs> I love it. Ballet, but, but Inca Parado, Comanche Indian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before Pornhub, there was that one tape, and then this match was somewhere in an archive. Um, yeah, so... There is there there. This match is awesome. Obviously, um, there's a moment where uh, what, Oliver gets talk about the favorite part of it, where just where Tony Oliver just finds a way to beat the ref up and like couldn't like away like he's accidentally <laughs> keeps kicking the ref. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's towards the end. I, I do want to get there, but there's there's a moment um, where he has sort of a bow and arrow, I guess, or like a maybe just like a standing like uh, a kneeling like cross like indian deathlock thing um and he he flips off a member of the audience did you guys catch that oh no i don't think i did i don't think i did no yeah yeah it's it's somewhere like halfway through he like he gives him like the the like i don't know like this is like the fucking attitude error or something um he, <laughs> he just flips the guy and the and the referee like chastises him for it um yeah the the the, the like the level of holds and just the way that he's working like the knee over um it's the same like classic holds that you'd see in i don't know like any great like dory funk match from the 70s but it's done with so much like anger and just shittiness it's not like he's an incredible dick in that match i mean it is like he's so good it's just so frustrating but like i go i as soon as i watch his match i was like oh let me go watch all the other yeah Let's go uh, do a search. No, 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 no. Alas. Let's look on Cage Match for more of this guy. Um, yeah, it's it's not like shoot style shit either that he's doing. Uh, and Royal's got some he's good doing holds real too. Carny shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very. It's whenever people talk about Regal and like grind. It's like oh, I love when the grind uh, the the bony part of the wrist in. Like, what if the whole match you're just finding new ways to do that yeah. with different oh, parts like, of your body and new different part of the other guy's temple. body. Yeah. yeah, it's it's awesome. It. It's it's it, uh, like digging the into like the inside of the knee, like this, like just putting your knuckles in there and twisting it while you've got them in a, in a toe hold. Like that's something nobody's really doing. Um, every twist and pull has like a little something extra attached to it, um, and it just it 
like he, he he does a spinning toe hole, and before he like drops down, he just stomps him in the gut. Um, and then yeah, he gets it, once he drops down, he gets low with the with the toe hold. He grabs him by the toe, like the toe and like the the top half of the foot, and just starts twisting it like slowly and violently. Um, it's and then that that that's the that's the spot I think that ends with the him biting him, and then he knees him across the face. Just the level of like stiffness on elbows and like the little short European uppercuts that Royal throws on every comeback. Like they go back to this a few times. Um, and then there's a moment where he, he sort of, I think he does like a Beal throw. Um, and Oliver is sort of leaned up against the second rope, um, like low with his back towards him. And, Royal just like lifts his foot up like three feet in the air and just delivers this stomp to the lower back that looks like he just like had a fucking personal vendetta against his intestines or something. Um, Royal is super athletic in this match. I mean, he looks like a guy who could have a Candid Zorro Seska style match against one of those guys, but it's in it, but he's like, no, I'm not in that cut. That's not what we're doing today. Yeah. (laughs) Like today, I'm in this like ugly fight with this. This absolute deck. Yeah, yeah. This guy who has a better hairline than me. Um, he does. Uh, Bert, <laughs> Bert does not have it. That was how I told him apart top. for most of it. That that absolutely true. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Tony Alvarez has very thick eyebrows. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that that's something. I, yeah, I've got some eyebrow stuff on the last match we're going to cover. Um, but we're oh, also <laughs> eyebrow related observation to make about uh, in our middle match. Oh, awesome. So we're, we got sweet eyebrow content in all three matches here. Yes. Uh, Burt Royal has this, he does like a classic slingshot, which I think, I don't know if people still refer to this as a slingshot or even know what this move is called, but you sort of grab their ankles while they're on the ground. But it's like, it's the beginning of like a Boston crab, right? But you just dig your knees into their, like their ass and their lower back and you fall backwards and, you know, Shawn Michaels like would fly over you and hit the ring post or whatever, right? Right. Um, this is, it's, I I loved that move as a kid. Um, and then when I like started wrestling, I, I had no idea how impossible that move was to deliver to somebody <laughs> unless they were extremely athletic and, and working with you, but he does it. Um, and he's, he's close to the ropes. Oliver hits chest first against the ropes and then falls back across Royal's knees, um, which is a spot you see in Indies, but it's usually to set up like in a scramble that another guy's going to do a 450 onto him or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but this, so he lifts him up and he just does it again. Like he does it twice in the row. And then he he does like a go behind, uh, and then two big elbows to the small of the back, and like another one to the jaw, and then Oliver cuts him off with what appeared to me to just be a straight punch to the dick. Um, and, <laughs> yes. And then we we get a we get a uh, Royal comes back with like a finger breaking spot that doesn't suck, right? Yeah. This this is the kind of stuff that is. You look at Europe, like European wrestling, Brit Rest and, and VXV, of course. Um, shouts out to the, the only people who hire Ishikawa and Ikeda. Um, yeah, I, I should book bro- no criticism of WXW this week. Go yeah. back to shitting on them next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, uh, it's, it's tough to, to say anything bad about them, makes it for ex- also extremely easy. Um, they, there's, a uh, the moment towards the end where they, they get up and they like do the old, you know, old school, like fisticuffs, like put up your Dukes. Um, there's like Royal delivers a knee to the face at some point here that, you know, makes you think like, if you were like watching Nakamura, you'd be like, this guy is, I mean, he is a bitch, but you'd 
be extremely aware of how much of a bitch he actually is. Um, and the elbows, on, on that note, the elbows that Burt Royal throws, um, if, if you've ever seen, like, uh, if you've ever been impressed by, like, a Tomohiro Ishii match, uh, watch this, because this is, this is so much darker. This is, like... Yeah. Or, or watch every French match. I mean, yeah. it's like every, it's like, this isn't like a, this isn't like, boy, these are the two guys in French catch you through nasty elbows. Yeah. Like every match, they just, they are just pounding the crap out of each other. It's like, all of it's like war, if in, except like more athletic, a more athletic. War, war, war the promotion, right? War the promotion. Yes, <laughs> wrestling and romance. Wrestling yeah. And romance, yeah. Cause yeah, when they spill to the floor, especially Royal just beats the piss okay. out of. With forearms. And that's that's got to be moment. our, our, our uh, if, if, when we get you back on after you finally, after the kid is born, he's in college or whatever. She's in college, right? Um, they're both in college. They're both very happy. 20 years from now, we'll do that war episode with you. All right. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I, I can, I'll do, I, I don't know necessarily they need to disappear for 20 years, but sure. <laughs> we'll war episode. I love war. Yeah. Um, I know you I'm love war. To some other cool things. I think there was another a great spot where Royal, like, which is something that should steal. We should, Make our, uh, you should make, um, one of the wrestlers who does your podcast watch some of this stuff to steal shit. Like just the spot. Makabe. Where, get in, we'll, we'll, Makabe should we'll, watch this. We'll, we'll get Hachisaro on a nap. I mean, he's, he's friends <laughs> with those French MMA guys. Yeah. <laughs> the spot where he takes, uh, where he's just, where Royal keeps uppercutting the top rope with like, yes. and then driving into Royal's neck. Yeah. It's just so awesome looking. It's just so simple, right? That'd be so easy for like somebody to steal. That's very much like a Fred Yehai kind of thing. I could see yeah. Yehai doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like those hard uppercuts, like just driving the top rope into his throat. Um, just like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like not all this stuff is super fancy. It's just all of it is like a lot of it is really cool and interesting and different than you've ever seen before. But I got five or six moves in this match I've never seen before that, but aren't like, you know, isn't like something super complicated. It's just something like I'm going to uppercut this for this rope into your throat. Yeah, or, or or you see an iteration on a move that you've sort of seen, like, but it's I, like, it, yeah, they're not doing like Mike Quackenbush shit, but they like. So the the part with the ref that you alluded to earlier, um, I believe it starts with uh, uh, sort of a, a, a cobra clutch, right? Uh, yeah. All right. So Oliver has Oliver locks in a cobra cl- clutch. Uh, standing begins grinding puts the knee in the back for more leverage then he like sticks his head like against the neck while pulling uh but royal powers out of that reverses the hold which is one of those funny like uh old school like 70s uh, all japan heavyweight matches that you'd see where they'd have like a surfboard and then they do like the thing where they like spin it around you know and right. the other guys a lot all of a sudden they control. yeah they, they do cool. that oh yeah no they do that with the, the look like a dance, but they do a lot of like sort of spinny reversals yeah they they dance different in france um uh the sort of grabs the cobra hold royal in control now and sort of falls back and with a it's sort of like a a, a, a latapatia like surfboard thing sure. uh, and it's it's great it's I, I don't think i've ever seen that with a cobra clutch before um and then he does uh, this is around the point where he, he gets two big knee drops to the back and then does what has to be one of the earliest recorded uh, instances of a victory roll, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, clearly not fully... Uh, uh, <laughs> sure, it's a pretty good sure. victory roll. I, I'm not going to diss that victory roll. I thought it looked great. Well, so yeah. that's the thing is, like, what, they land, and then um, 
what you would normally do in a, if you took a victory roll, you would put your legs in the air after, and then they would grab the legs and cradle you back onto your onto your shoulders. Uh, but Oliver doesn't know to do that because wrestling is not, it's 1957, so like that's not a thing they would even consider. Um, but they roll back and forth in like a bit of fucking Malenko Guerreroism, um, except not awful. And, uh, Eventually, they land like literally on top of the ref while he's trying to take. He's trying to count the pen, and this is when he sort of takes a couple shots inadvertently. And but it's uh, not inadvertently. Like, well, it, it becomes clearly making it kind of seem <laughs> inadvertent, but doing it to be an asshole. Like, yeah, oh, Oliver ends up just. Him, I just punched you. Oh, I accidentally kicked you. <laughs> just stomps him like in the in the kidneys uh, for no reason, and. Yeah, it, 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 he is he is an, an inscrutable dick. Um, and there's there's, there's like, a later spot in it where he like rolls up Royal for the pin, but instead of holding the pin, just starts punching him in the ribs. Yeah, so and that's kind of awesome. The match because he just sends me just you know sunk in the pin. It might be over. But he says like that was yeah, that was. Rips. I mean, there's a uh, Royal takes a gigantic bump uh, out to the outside. And then we get the Oliver bumps the outside, which is the moment, and that's when Royal just lays the fuck into him, and just, you think it's just going to be a lake. And I almost, like, I'm like, I'm good if this is a count out. He just killed oh, the guy on the outside. He left him to the, he left count. him to the it first round. It has some good count outs in some of these matches. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. And I'm like, of what I haven't seen, and I'm just like, uh, but I'm like, that would be perfectly good. I would, and then we, but uh, Tony Oliver is too much of a dick. He, he wobbles his way in. He does. He does a great sell in. And then he just goes back on. He does go on offense. He gets a transition. And he's just like, he's just like fucking, he doesn't really have a plan at this point. If, if he's had a plan at this point in this match beyond just, I'm going to fuck this guy up. He really doesn't have one now. And he just kind of loses the match because he's just committed. He's just full of hate. And, you know, that's morality play. <laughs> yeah, very, very storytelling. Um, the, he is like nearly dead by the end. Um, like Royal has just like just dismantles him with with just those short elbows. Um, he like stands over uh, Oliver's like seated. He stands over him and like wraps his legs around his head and performs like what is essentially a rolling like top head scissor sort of thing. Um, and Oliver gets out, but he like he's shaken up against the ropes. And yeah, Royal hits him with those three drop kicks and launches just it's like nearly dead. Oliver just falling into the ropes and they end up on the outside. Uh, there's some moments there and the referee is getting in the mix now even more. I guess he realizes he got stomped. He's like, he's like also the, the count here. Uh, every time there is a pinfall, the count is so incredibly slow. Um, it's like, it's, uh, um, it's some baby Richard arthritis shit, but yeah, I'm I, good. That it's legit. I, I have this that written down. I have, stuff. I have a baby Richard is what I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I was, Richard. Yeah. French baby Richard. Um, it, there's he goes for like the Oliver does like a snapmare driver kind of thing um, where he like he's about to do a snapmare but he like also cradles the leg in sort of a backpack thing and just slams him over um, and goes at probably the deepest cover I've ever seen uh, holding the tights like really getting in the tights fingers like in the butt crack um and that's when french tarantes uh i have french i have, I have french baby richard and french tarantes written down. A face, Ralph. Right. Ralph. right 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 uh well baby face tarantes does exist out there mm-hmm. um 
he he grabs Oliver's fingers, the referee does, from Royal's ass, uh, and then he just rolls the pin over, like, fu- it was like fucking Tommy Young over here. Um, <laughs> like, incredibly funny stuff. Um, th- the, the finish does come with uh, the spot you alluded to, where they... They fight over an O'Connor roll, I guess? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Royal hits an O'Connor roll, gets a two, um, and then Oliver rolls it backwards, gets the upper hand, and then, yeah, instead of just going for the pin, which, yeah, like you said, Phil, he probably could have just won the match there, he does one with his right and one with his left, a, a punch punch to the kidneys <laughs> while he's got him cradled. And then, yeah, and, uh, French Tommy Young is having, French uh, Nick Patrick is having none of it. He breaks the count. Um and then they they go back out to the out to the floor. There's more snapmares. There's weird running headbutts. Um, and then we get the 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 finish. Of this is brilliant. It's like uh, classic, you know, guy fucking up um, and getting getting rolled up. Um, Oliver goes for this sort of running headbutt, and and I think they fuck it up the first time actually because they have this like weird miscommunication, and it seems like they run it run the same spot back and try it again. Um, but Oliver runs at Royal, uh, Royal leapfrogs him and then just drops down on all fours as Oliver is, uh, hitting the ropes chest first and then he trips backwards over Royal, gets rolled up and all of a sudden French baby Richard does the, a much faster three count. Um, and then, yeah, then, so awesome match, obviously fantastic. Yeah. My, my favorite of the three, as far as just like. I think I might like this more than Cheska uh, Katanzaro or however you say those those names. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is, I was, if you're thinking about what the 1957 match of the year is, sure, as know, as you like to do, I know. As I like to do, and it was like one of those things. Well, it's one of these two so far. I mean, we still got more 57 French stuff to go through, but it's because they're very different matches. There's yeah, a this big like... Ricky Dozan match from 57, isn't there? Whatever, it's not gonna be as good as <laughs> There's, there's <laughs> some of that some of that Comiskey stuff. There's like a yeah, it's like who's this? Yeah, yeah fair, fair. Um, <laughs> it's not really. Yeah, those, I'm sure there's other things that happened in '57. <laughs> we're talking yeah. about some all-time great stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, so he, so he, new champion, uh, I guess, and he gets uh, what appears to be a title sash instead of a belt. A lot of titles. Yeah, in the French stuff, it's like everybody's the champion of this country. Sure, this guy's the champion of Spain. This guy's the champion of Portugal. He's the welterweight. He's the middleweight. I'm sure it's all very, very regulated. It's just like like CMLL titles. Not a lot of title matches. It's a lot of guys that are announced as the champion of that, but not. Yeah, uh, I I I really like the title sash myself. Yeah, um, instead of a belt. Um, But yeah, yeah, it feels like the kind of thing like a a little bit like when we watch that Terry Funk. Harley Race match from the uh, Houston footage. Okay, you're like, here comes this all-time great match. Did anybody rip that stuff? That stuff is all. Was that NWA? That's what was that called? Yeah, that's NWA all, World. That's all. That's all on the internet. That's not hard to find. It, okay, that's good. That's good. I wasn't sure if anybody yeah. was pulling that off of there. Everybody pulled it all before they stopped. Before they there's sold new it shit. Billy. There's shit that is on that is still yet to be unearthed. Which a time, but Billy what yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's why we need to get Josephus on our podcast. <laughs> just rail at him to get Billy Corrigan, his BFF, to have someone, him, I suppose, Josephus, digitize that fucking shit. I'm sure he but knows that's how. Right here, right there. That's his. Yeah, it's just, that's something. Never <laughs> <laughs> give it to you guys. You could, you, you know. 
Yeah. Fuck, yeah. he's got nothing to do. He's got kids, but he can spend all his time digitizing his wrestling, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got this computer uh, mining Bitcoin 24-7. I just, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's easy. Um, all right. So the uh, the second match of the three we're going to cover. Um, oh, God. I just turned up my volume really high. Uh, Dr. Adolf Kaiser versus... Yes, the Doctor of Philosophy. <laughs> yes. And the Doctor of Philosophy. <laughs> The uh, ver- versus uh, Michelle Cheney. Cheney. I heard Cheney. Like I heard a uh, silent S when they announced him, but who knows? Okay, sure. Well, the, com- the, the commentator does d- does pronounce the S. Who's to say? Who gives a shit? I I, I, I go with the guy. I go with the guy who uh, who 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 has the microphone that goes over like the loudspeaker. I trust mm-hmm. him. Uh, they, they give him the the, the chance to talk mm-hmm. to the people. Uh, yeah. This is from February 28th, presumably, uh, yep. 1957. So six days after the match, we're we're covering two matches within one week, and then we're going to jump ahead 15 years. Uh, right. Because we, because like I said, we've been doing this stuff mostly chronologically, but leaping ahead for weird stuff like the catapult match, or catapult uh, this week match. we did another Billy Contenzaro match from the 60s because he was in the Seska Contenzaro match, and then he doesn't show up on any of this footage again for another decade. That's awesome. Uh, Yes, and luckily we do have a good amount of uh, Gil, of of Gilbert. Uh, got a Chesca. lot of Seska, a lot of Seska, and we get uh, we don't have any more Tony Oliver. I think we've got we we huh. may have a couple, maybe one more Royal, and then we get a bunch of Kaiser for like a like a like two or th- like a, like maybe two or three years, and then he kind of disappears. A lot of Ch- Chase Chesney is a guy who shows up pretty consistently throughout this entire footage up until almost like the late 70s. I so think he's, he's referred with... to as a French national champion, so that makes sense. <laughs> so everybody's a champ. Yeah, we got... I we know, got, but, well, and everybody's but he's a, a national. French champ. He's a French <laughs> champ. He's not the fucking champ of of, of goddamn Liechtenstein. Like... Although he is kind of like a jobber in this match a little bit, right? Yeah, so... Of... Well, Aldof, Dr. Aldolf Kaiser is one in a million. So yeah, it's created in a lab after all. I neither of these guys have like on the forefront, at least on the surface. I I wouldn't get like if I didn't know these guys' names, I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't think I would assume that Dr. Adolf Kaiser's name was Dr. Adolf Kaiser. He's just like a guy wearing like he he's wearing like leopard print trunks, which are like reminiscent of like panties that I buy my wife that she wears once. Um and <laughs> on my birthday and then never again. Hey, I got a Freaking wife, hey. <laughs> we only fuck on my birthday. Hey, no, she. I hope she. She's probably listening. Hey, my wife died in nine eleven. Uh, <laughs> she was a first responder. Um, yeah, the, no indication of Nazism besides his name. Um, it, it, it's extremely well, his, his demeanor is sort of Nazi-ish. He's a fucker. Yeah. 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 Okay. So bringing up eyebrows, I said I was going to bring up eyebrows. He kind of reminds me of a wrestler, uh, like a combination of killer Carl Cox, not even just the racism, (laughs) but just the, just the, just the whole, like his demeanor and wild bull curry. Yeah. I said that I thought he looked like if Dennis Hopper was playing a Nazi wrestler. That was yeah, the vibe. Awesome. He, was just like a, he was so twitchy and like he kind of it's like it was like Dennis Hopper Blue Velvet as a wrestler. Was this <laughs> the last like movie? Doctor Adolf Kaiser. I demand <laughs> Pops Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> You'd think he would he, he'd be pro Heineken, but no. Yeah. As the infuriated journal journalman columnist who wrote about Doctor Kaiser said, his face is more animal like and he looks like a lusty murderer in a fifth category American movie. <laughs> who 
down in the last scene by a magnanimous G-man with a colt. That's how you write newspaper copy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? That was, Jetlag found it, uh, like a, some article from like the, a German newspaper infuriated about how much Dr. Adolf Kaiser was damaging German-French relations by being this, Oh my like, god. That fucking rules. <laughs> he posted the whole thing on, in, the, in, the, in the review of it we have on the thing. Yes. Let's do but, a uh, let's do a quick ranking of of uh, the the top Nazi wrestlers, both gimmick and non gimmick. Anybody want to? Who's the best? I think he's the best. He, he he's might be, be the best. Yeah, yeah. Fritz seemed like uh, Baron von Raschke. Is that a thing? He was he was the yeah, okay. Was he? A, I, mean, I haven't seen any Baron von. I haven't seen all the Baron Raschke I've seen is when he's super old. Yeah, so yeah. like a young Baron von Raschke. Yeah, I bet it was all right. He was the guy who was plausibly wearing. We have not seen El Nazi uh, particularly, have we? That Uh, footage is at the surface. El Nazi? Uh, El Nazi. I'm sorry? El Nazi was was the woman who was Perot's second. Um, No, La Commandante? Like the one who's still around? (laughs) There was also El Nazi. There is a Nazi. Yeah, that's you're talking La Nazi. What about Nazi? Sorry. What about uh, the stormtrooper from SMW? Any thoughts? (laughs) Um, What what was a Holocausto? Phil, have you seen Holocausto or Holocausto? Uh, He's like a he's like an opening match guy in IWRG, and he wrestled (laughs) a guy named Shalom. I remember. I remember that very well. (laughs) And he beat him. Uh, I've seen the final solution. Okay, the final. Uh, right, right. Um, Jeff, Jeeps Winston, yeah. Yeah, Jeeps yeah. Final solution. And um, then, of course, there's Schlack and the Harris brothers and, you know, <laughs> probably The Undertaker. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get a list together. Of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bottom. Even worse than, like, seven-year-old Baron Von Raschke, the NWA lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Schlack versus 75-year-old. <laughs> execute the moves that he was trying to execute. Yeah. Like... yeah, no, there you go. That's that's Schlack versus 75-year-old Baron Von Raschke in a body slam competition. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see it. Cause he would bucket have for Bucket yeah. Baron Von Raschke dropped him on his head because he couldn't couldn't execute the lift. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Nazis. Um, so the, 45 seconds into this match, right? Kaiser goes for like a body press. Um, and like just face plants and it rules. Um, and then I, I wrote this down that this is our gif of the week before I watched the catapult match and realized that is just a match of gifts. Uh, (laughs) yeah, this is the new yard call, yard call. Um, and he say it back, catapult match, catapult match. It's not as it's, we'll get to the catapult match. So this is the, he, he sort of, he's down in an arm bar after like an, an, uh, I don't know, an arm ringer takeover or, or, a, or an arm drag or something. And he, he escapes this like arm bar by sort of just sliding backwards halfway across the ring. And it looks like it was like a, like oiled up. Um, he, he does this like very like, um, uh, exorcist style movement where he, I mean, it's like a dog with worms on a new linoleum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's trying to get something off of there, um, and it's it's really strange. Um, this match is full of uh, knuckle lock bullshit, and I love knuckle lock bullshit. Um, 
they they finish an exchange. Uh, excuse me, I did a little uh, tooth whistle there. Uh, they finish an exchange by hopping up at the same time and looking at each other. Uh, which, folks, uh, we've been doing this shit sixty years. This is <laughs> wrestling has not changed in sixty years, except now the Nazis don't know how to do mat work or even a basic <laughs> body slam. Shouts out to Schlack, of course. Uh, <laughs> Man who rejects all supremacies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shanae, so seems- he fuck it says. Yeah. He seems to, Shanae seems to be uh, a classic, like, I will out-wrestle the Nazi style of babyface archetype. Um, but he definitely less flash compared to Burt Royal. Um, but effective enough, you know. Uh, but he Kaiser, also works really stiff in this match. Like, he does. Points, he's really, even before Kaiser did anything to deserve it. <laughs> well, except for, <laughs> like, you know. This is a guy who's like, okay, three <laughs> brothers, two of Wait. them died in, you know. The- yeah. <laughs> The invasion. I mean, this fucking guy pretty hard, even though I'm sure Dr. Adolf Kaiser is not, is, you know, probably. Yeah, what did I do to much. deserve this? And there's like a, uh, there's like a, 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 a poor Polish man who's just like, what did you do? Um, uh, no. That's so, Kaiser's next match is against the guy's like, whoa, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's like, it is against, um, uh, um, Warren Yer Dzarzeski. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, are you from, okay? Um, today so, yeah, I, I, yeah, today I watched um, Stanley Kubrick's The Killing for the first time in a while. Um, I like the movie. Great movie. Sterling Hayden. Movie. Sterling Hayden. Sterling Hayden's fantastic. Um, and if you're familiar with the movie, there's a scene. It's a heist movie, and the open the heist that uh, Sterling Hayden's character has paid this real life wrestler, uh, Cola. Raini, uh, right, right, I can't right. pronounce it. We, uh, a Georgian uh, wrestler who wrestled in America and acted some and played chess a lot. That's how I say in the Kubrick in France. And the fight scene is really fantastic. Uh, him just throwing fucking guys right. around. And I just like that guy would really love to get some revenge on Doctor Adolf Kaiser. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is he he escaped to America, and once you're here, you never go back because things yeah. are so grave here. Uh, there's Kaiser is like a much different heel character also compared to, to Tony Oliver. He's like a goofy seller and like Pratt falls heel. Um, and which is extremely funny for a Nazi, by the way, like slapstick Nazi. That's, that's some good stuff. But Um, until, until he's not right. And that's the cool, one of the cool things about him is he has this, he's kind of a, you know, he's, he's like if, um, um, the guy, uh, Colonel Clink, also ran death camps. So it's like, <laughs> like I'm a goofy guy. Oh, what do I know? I know nothing. And then it's like he also went ahead and you know, like did some experiments on shit. <laughs> what? Something. Yeah. What? Yep. If, what if he uh, like castrated Hogan? Yeah. <laughs> Autofocus. What yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're 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 on the Kubrick and the uh, the Paul Schrader. Um, no, I. <laughs> What Kaiser, Kaiser's offense, uh, is like first truly effective offense is a, just a hard like headbutt. Um, and then he, then he locks in like a double nerve hold, um, where he's just like, instead of doing like a nerve hold on one side of the neck where the neck meets the shoulder, he's just, he's just got a hand on either side of the neck and he's just squeezing, um, which is extreme, extremely funny. Uh, but it looks, it looks good. You know, it looks really good there, yeah there's a, there's something he does where he like sticks the arms out and it looks like like a stump puller but with the arms makes no sense but it's cool yeah. as hell a, like a modified uh surfboard stretch that's just uh just nastier and less technical um he manages to skate a cobra clutch with like leverage from the ropes 
Um, and they, the ref, this is where I, I noticed the referee doesn't like break the hold, um, when they get to the ropes, unless they're like in it for a, a minute. Uh, like just direct contact with the ropes is not going to cause a referee break. Um, and th- then he goes for an, another splash and Michelle, uh, Cheney moves again. Uh, and it's like the, the third time he almost takes out the ref on this one. Um, and Kaiser, like this guy just sucks ass at doing crossbodies. Like he, <laughs> that's the, that's, so that's the real story here. And Nazi doctor has all his like identical twin, uh, patients. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's just like practicing, uh, cross bodies on them. He's, he's like a doctor of philosophy, <laughs> right? Philosophy. philosophy. Well, Believes the, a lot in the power of of, of real energy. You know. <laughs> he was trying to figure out the the psychokinetic link between the twins, um, which is philosophy. Um, and and in in his spare time, he, he would try cross bodies. <laughs> and now he runs the esoteric Trump account. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, he's that's be- that's one of the best accounts on Twitter. Esoteric <laughs> Trump, everybody. <laughs> Classy Nick Gage. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, Gram uh, Gramsci MDK was that the? <laughs> that's uh, we should actually make that account. Although it's less relevant now that Buttigieg is is out, so Gramsci's not going to be back in the in the conversation again for a while. Um, no, the. 15 minutes into this match is when my son started reaching in his diaper and pulling out poop and rubbing it on the floor. Um, mm. So I, I, I paused it. Germans are into that, too. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, I, I went and uh, cleaned, cleaned it up. Uh, I hit play. The French would be into the kid, little kid part. The German would be into the poop part. <laughs> you, I don't you ever see the movie. <laughs> Bring uh, everyone together. <laughs> while we're on Gramsci and poop. Um, <laughs> do you, any, any of you ever watch Sweet Movie? No. No. Okay. I, it, it's it's a wacky French like Marxist experimental comedy from like the seventies. It's very good. Um, there's a scene where people shit on each other. It's very good. Um, great. So I came back. I hit play, and then I I, I was watching it. I casually checked my phone and saw uh, the <laughs> Liz Warren dropping out of the race, and I missed a big chunk of the match there. Um, but when I like looked back up, I, I, the first thing I saw was Kaiser miss another flying crossbody. <laughs> yeah, he uh, never hit those crossbodies. If he ever hit one, I would. I, the, I think the crowd would turn and and just be like, they would cheer for the what, Nazi. I don't think the crowd really. I think the crowd it was. I think that's why we think it was. We hypothesized this was Kaiser's first match. Probably his first match we have on him or maybe his first match as a on French TV because he's not hated by the crowd initially <laughs> they they wanted to see they were keeping an open mind yeah, they were just, you know, it's like they were just watching a wrestler and then it's like what happens at the end of the match is the way you make a heel <laughs> sure well if they didn't hang him at Nuremberg then he must be okay he's been yeah. working on rockets in the American <laughs> space program he must he's be fine NATO. <laughs> yeah he must be fine um and he but yeah he he does um he catches a knee to the uh, knee to the head um, and then recovers and, and uses his Nazi science or philosophy to throw Shanae over the top to the floor, uh, then uses his like Nazi magic to grab his head and smash it against the ring post uh, from the apron. And we go into the finish here. I can't, I couldn't tell if he, if he was like, his hair was just greasy or if he was bleeding. No, he was bleeding. Okay. We get yeah, a, he, he, was down, he was definitely him. bleeding. Yeah. A very drippy Michelle Shanae, um, as, uh, Adolf sinks in his patented step over toe hold double, double nerve hold, <laughs> uh, as I've coined it, the step over toe hold double nerve hold. Um, and then the ref stops the match. Is this a submission or is this like a ref stoppage? He taps. No. Okay. 
It, I mean, it'd be early for a tap, but he does. Yeah, tapping didn't exist, right? He does a gesture. No, like, I think the ref. I think the ref has maybe, to yeah, I can blood see loss because he's like covered in blood and like, okay, in intense pain. I mean, this is like you know, it's he's too tapped. early for tapping. I know. Yeah, but it is, he, like, he does tap. a gesture at the same time. It's very strange. Sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. I, I didn't rewatch the the finish of this, but um, if it is a referee stoppage and he just gave the war to the Nazis, then you know, I guess that's the call you make sometimes. Um, this was thanks, Paton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, hell of a story. And hell then they it. basically carry Chizzy's out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like he's been sacrificed. He's a body carrying him out of a. You know, the corpse carrying him out of the like, Roman Coliseum or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it's the way you make a heel, right? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's Especially really cool. Especially was the French champion, and he gets, like, clayed out like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's fantastic. Uh, this match not I mean, as, sim- like... There's a similar finish to the... I mean, he also completely lays out the guy he wrestles next. Really? Uh, okay. The, the Polish guy. Not the same thing, but, like, a, with a different... With, like, almost like a dragon sleeper. Oh. The guy's, like, spitting up in the ring. So it's like the finish is... Matches is him just like demolishing the guy and like stalking around the ring like a fucking creep. <laughs> so I guess I love, you know early stages. Early stages of the of figuring the character out. What's the latest uh, Doctor Adolf Kaiser match that you have? Uh, let me see. That's an answerable question. I'm, I'm very curious about like the progression of these things. I don't because uh, we're about to jump ahead 15 years here, and and I I, I want to know how they got from this to that. <laughs> They froze him and he became Heidenreich. Yeah, there you go. Is, is, so was Heidenreich a Nazi character? He was supposed to be. It was, okay. Uh, the, but they the didn't do it. Kaiser we've got. We've got another Kaiser match next week um, against Inca Pirano. Uh Then there's a Kaiser match in 59. What the fuck did the Germans have against the, the, the Peruvians? <laughs> the Peruvians. <laughs> then there's a tag in 59. A tag in 61. Okay, so he was... Who tags with this man? (laughs) Mussolini? Slack. (laughs) He tags with Carl von Kramer. Of course. And Rocco Lambon in 61. Is Carl von Kramer related to Jerry von Kramer? I wonder. (laughs) Yes. He tags in 61, but there's like some pretty big breaks where you don't see him for a year. Well, that could just be gaps in the footage, too. Like, there's really no way. could, although we've got, you know, it's like we got March 6th, April 2nd, April 30th, May 9th. We got a lot of. That's so crazy. Are these full shows? Yeah, a lot of times. How many hours of footage did, uh, was found? I don't know, like a lot. Jesus Christ. There's so much. And, and (laughs) is it, is, uh, jet lags been tasked with? What? It's usually one match. Or like a, a a joint in progress match and a full match. Sure, sure, okay. So is jet lag is the one that like drew the short straw and is being tasked with going through everything. Is that right? Yeah, so it wasn't going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, and then Loss ripped it all, but we're he's still there's still he's like he's been crazy busy, so we haven't had a chance to get the like the eventually we're gonna just give everyone you know let everyone pay ten bucks and get access to all sure. that. Sure. I actually kind of like it this way. I mean, I, you know, I guess there are people, you know, gives you a chance to pace it out a little bit. Yeah. No, it's, it, it won't flame out like, you know, other projects have, which is, a, a you know, it's love like, you lost, know, love Charles, but like he, he's, he has a tendency to start some things that he can't finish. Yes. Uh, so this is mostly, I think we've got everything though. We've got almost everything. We've that's still got awesome. access to the thing. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, we got it's it's so he shows up for a while, but like Chesney, he shows up, he shows up a ton. So we'll see a lot more of him. Although he was the less, you know, dynamic of the two guys in this match. He might be really good. It's hard. It, it's really hard to tell from this. Maybe one. this is a man who these guys really good. I haven't seen anybody yeah. in this. I think that is, I thought has been like not. It's been mediocre. <laughs> They're competing at a very high level. Yeah. Um, Speaking so, of competing like, at a high level, is that a segue? Sure. Yes. Here, can we take a, a five minute break? Oh yeah, totally, totally. Um, take a five, like two, two minute break. I'm going to run to the restroom because before we talk about the the uh, catapult. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you uh, for letting me know, and uh, it gives me a, a chance to go and uh, do that as well. Um, I've got an intermission song. I'll, I'll just tell you later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> is it uh, Serge Gainsbourg? No, it's going to be uh, this is how we walk on the moon by Arthur Russell, which I don't think fits anything. Just this is this is the lunar catch, you know. Is that um, Arthur Russell's but, like a minimalism guy? Yeah, yeah. I, I listened work. to one of his albums like years ago, but it doesn't work. I just I just keep thinking this is of it because I'm as I'm I'm a, I'm a mo, but uh, huh. culturally, no. Um, Cultural mo. Oh, uh, this is your chance to vape, huh? Oh, I've been vaping the whole time. I just learned how to. I mute heard. It. I heard a. I heard like. It had a very, um, it had a street fight thing where it sounded like, like a gurgle. And I was like, Bucky's uh-huh. not doing bong rips here. Oh, wait, now you're doing the vape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's real good. I, it's disappointing how much I'm enjoying it. <laughs> um, I got some, I got like ice cream flavor in there. It's so stupid. I hate myself. Um, I'm, I'm going to go and, uh, uh, oh, and he's back, but I'm going to go, uh, Right, I'll be one minute. Yeah. All right, I'm back. All right. So, like, Lucha well, Libre comes directly from French colonization? Maybe. We don't there's know. A, I, was telling, <laughs> I was telling Siobhan, there's a the guy in this, uh, Joaquin Labarba, who's, they announced being from Mexico. Okay. He's got two matches so far that we've already done. One against Inca Parano, one against Roger LaRoche, and they're both really awesome. And he really wrestles like a, like a classic Satanico or, you know, cool. style. You know, yeah, like sure. Really, Hard ass. Yeah, hard ass, but 
also like really really big bumping to the floor and doesn't foul at one point. I mean, it's like watching. It's like oh, I'm watching a you know. It's a, a this is a parada. Yeah. 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 This is Potter. No. This is like Perot's, you know, granddad or something like that. <laughs> so if you like looking for, if, you, if, if, if this intrigued, I don't know, if, are we recording? Yeah, yeah, we're, in, we're, we're always this recording. Intri- this intrigues anyone. Like the LaBarba matches, the Isca Khan match. There's a match, Jean Bout against Liano Pelicani, which is this really cool, like Jean Bout's like this really classy wrestler and Pelicani is this guy who just throws absolutely hellacious forearms. So it's like nice. a brawler versus wrestler match where Pelicani is just beating the crap out of Bowden. That's like trying to do all these cool like takedowns and things like that. It's really, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I don't think we've ranked anything less than great out of all the stuff we've watched. The worst, actually the only thing was the swimming pool match between Lasarteste uh, <laughs> and I'm Dan sorry, White, what? Least, the what? Oh, they, they, they wrestle in a swimming pool. They're like, it's like that, that FMW explosion match with my explosions. Where okay. they come out in little boats and they wrestle in a, on a ring in the middle of a swimming pool. There's some southern indie from like the early <laughs> 90s that did a, a, a match on a lake as well. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's worth watching because it's two all time great wrestlers kind of having a not great match in a swimming pool. But the swimming pool, <laughs> I know there's at least one more swimming pool. I think they did the swimming pool like multiple times because there's another, because I was like looking, that we this week we did a Billy Contanzaro match, like one of the only other ones, you know, decade later against Vasilios Montopopoulos. It's like this really, really, <laughs> sure. really athletic Greek wrestler. Greek really guy, good. yeah. Awesome. And they have a, a like, that's in 67 and in like 73, they're opposite each other in a tag match. So like we only have like three Contanzaro matches on all the stuff. A tag match that's also in a swimming pool. <laughs> pool is something they did a lot, apparently. That, that, <laughs> I'll say I don't, that. I don't, I don't think there's more than one catapult match, but there is more than one swimming pool match. I think that FMW uh, floating ring match is, is really fantastic. Like It is really good. It's way better than the Latarse Flame Boyton swimming pool match. I'd have to watch the swimming pool tag. But also the idea of the exploding swimming pool. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Electrified water. Um, yeah. So from weird to weirder, uh, welcome back to Wrestling is Gross. Um this is, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the names on this one. Or, or actually, uh, Phil, do you have the names up? Cause we've each done one. You do, you do this one. It's France, Francis Louis and Jean-Claude Bordeaux versus Antonio Pereiro and Mota dos Santos. From April 24th, 1972. Um, this still- is per- Pereiro and dos Santos are listed for being from Portugal. And okay. it is their, their only appearance on any of this footage. There's no other. We don't get to see what Pereira and Dos Santos look like in, a, in, a, in an actual wrestling match. That's a shame. Well, we do get to see them in, in a, a catapult, catapult match. match. What this is, is <laughs> the, instead of ta- when somebody, when people switch into the ring, they fly into the ring off like springs. <laughs> and they spring into the ring. Got to be what, like 15 feet in the air. I have 12 to 15 written a few times. Yeah. yeah it's... That's what it looks like. It's like they just fly into the ring like, like they're Bugs Bunny or something. <laughs> it's, it is like legitimately very, very like uh, Warner Brothers cartoon. It, um, is the, it is maybe the weirdest wrestling match I've ever seen. It is, it is definitely up there. Uh, 72, right? They're still doing yeah. black and white, but now like on the entrances, there's lighting effects and thus spokes that Arthur is playing. Yeah, well, they uh, come out with the little spaceship helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they come out in spacesuits because this is, they refer to it as lunar, ca- lunar catch, 
which moon wrestling. This moon wrestling. <laughs> moon be, wrestling. Well, yes, this is like wrestling rather, like on the moon, right? Because they exactly. don't exactly. Have... That's the name of this episode: yes. moon wrestling. <laughs> moon wrestling. Yeah. So um, my, I, now we don't ever see Ferrer dos Santos again. And certainly, we don't have any footage of wrestling from Portugal. But I like to think that all wrestling from Portugal must be wrestled oh. on giant springs, and this is <laughs> these guys bringing their like signature touring match. To, to yeah, no, it, that's great. <laughs> that, that's that's what I'd like to believe. It's probably not true, but that's what I like to believe. Yeah, I mean, because otherwise, it's just you know, I think it's a. I know Bucky is familiar with the uh, New Jersey, uh, the famous New Jersey theme park, Action Park. We've discussed that. Sure, Action Park is pretty on the notorious. Show. Yeah, and there's a line. Um, they have the Cannonball Loop, uh, the, like, you know, water slide. It was just a cannonball that was just, like made out of rubber, and apparently, and supposedly had a, the yeah, yeah. The girl. <laughs> uh, and we they, walked into a this. Loop a friend and in I. a water slide. I just want to say, a full, like, Full rotation loop. loop. They have now perfected technology, but in the nineties, then no, they hadn't. And a friend of mine, uh, my one of my dearest friends in the world, who I've been friends with like over half my life at this point, um, he he looked all this up. He's he was he's obsessed with it, and he found and he found the story was that it was a a Swiss guy that they brought in on in a week long visa to design <laughs> and build the Action Park Cannonball Loop. <laughs> and I'd like to think that the, the person who came up with this was brought in on a week-long visa. Because the sound that the catapults make is fucking insane. It sounds like a car crusher. It's it, like it, hydraulic as hell. I don't yeah. think people will. People just, the, the link is on our website. I, I put it in the DM, the too. Mass. No, I, I, that's what I said. I said, uh, just watch, just put this on. I'm not going to tell you anything about it watch the first five minutes and it's it is insane um i so you had told me okay so it's not a great match oh no god no (laughs) yeah yeah, no it doesn't there's some cool stuff in there but i mean it's hurt by the fact that there are i mean a lot of times they take flat back bumps off these catapults (laughs) okay it's like it's it's like it's like basically getting superplexed off the top of a cage yeah (laughs) and then they just get up they get up and do an arm ringer. Um, Imagine just like doing it and just taking a, a like just landing on your feet and not yeah. destroying both your ankles. Oh, these guys yeah, must have over and over doing it like four. Like they have to each do it twenty times. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's, that's the thing. It's a long match. I mean, the, it's yeah. like really something like this should be like seven minutes long. <laughs> it's like twenty five minutes long. Right. So that's the Most thing, right? Is it's, it's a rounds match. All right, so yes, uh, when you you sent this, you told me um, we're going to watch Adolf Kaiser, uh, we're going to watch this uh, this uh, Tony Oliver, and then the catapult match, and I was just like, okay, catapult match. Um, catapult I didn't know match. what that <laughs> catapult match. I didn't know what that meant, um, but yeah. I read my blog, man. I, we no, no. I I told you, I told you, I had I had looked through those and I had skimmed them, but I didn't want to be spoiled on too much because I knew we were going to do this episode. Um, <laughs> I, I think the, uh, and also you guys cover way too much AEW on your blog now. Uh, once a week, and it's not my favorite. <laughs> it's, <laughs> once a week. Um, there's a new AIW show on Powerbomb. Just watch that. Get, get on the, get on the I'm, shit. I'm, I'm working on it. Right? We just, we got a couple, I got like three AIW show buttons behind. Jesus point. Christ. Um, yeah, so one guy's standing on the platform outside of the ring. 
Um, and, and in lieu of tags, what, what the guy inside the ring basically does, uh, excuse me, is, um, he holds his arm up towards his partner. And that's when, what they do is it looks like they step on a pedal. Is that right? They sort of stomp on a pedal, which activates this hydraulic launch pad. Um, I don't know exactly. I guess that's what the, because they're on the, the pad the whole time because someone has to be on the pad. Because I I have to take wild guess that if someone bumped out um, of the ring onto the pad, it would launch them in the air. <laughs> it might end well. They might just get extremely fucking hurt. Who's oh, to say? Man. Best case scenario. Yeah, I don't. Just, I'm not 100 percent sure. How, I don't know how what happens. Technology here works. <laughs> well, so after is. after it launches, it you see it sort of slowly sort of clicks back into place um, as the air pressure is released from the hydraulic launcher. Um, they. F- fucking uh, Pereiro, I think I've got the, the people right here. Pereiro does like a front flip in, lands on his feet. Uh, the first couple times, it's just them launching up in the air and sort of like waving their arms through the air as they sort of slowly fall. Um, it's the whole thing is so insane. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, in the meantime, they're also just doing like mad arm drags and head scissors and hurricane ranas. Um, and Francis Louis does the only bad snapmare I've seen in the last two episodes of this show. Um, <laughs> We get an extremely slow, like, crossfade as the match slows down long enough to not have guys constantly flying in the, or getting, well, constantly getting I mean, tagged hard, in. I and, mean, it's hard to have any structure to that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, they do some cool moves and then they fly through the air and land weirdly on their back or their knees, and then they kind of do some arm drags. And, well, they get, they get a little into double teams and then someone will just spring in when it's not really their turn. <laughs> and then, and then the and, ref, one of the, the the uh, Portuguese team, they're doing a. Uh, I think they want to. Go, they go for a double arm drag, and then the other French uh, member of the team like launches in, and the ref like escorts him back out. <laughs> like he just like it's fucking. No, 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 no. You, you, you go. You wait, wait for the guy. Wait, for, wait to get tagged in, and by tagged in, I mean the guy holds his arm out, and then you step on a fucking pedal, and it. <laughs> Flips you into the ring, 30 feet through the fucking air. Uh, I mean, he launched into the ring to do it and was told, no, but <laughs> that's not your time yet. That's, that's called uh, a, a, a face in peril segment. That's, <laughs> that's Ricky Morton being told, hey, you didn't make the tag. The Ricky Morton section. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Gibson being uh, told, no, no, you didn't get that tag because, uh, you know, Stan Lane had the referee distracted. Um, no. The hot tag is, is uh, referring to to the temperature of the uh, catapult, <laughs> that molten fucking steel yeah. they were standing on. It's so weird. It's uh, so strange. No. I mean, I just like, I like I like both the Portuguese guys. Is I, like, they just look fucking cool. Moto dos Santos looks like, like an old sumo guy, like some dude who tag. Like he looks like a fucking, like, like Toy Nabori or something. He's fucking cool. He's like a stumpy little dude. He's doing like big slams. I mean, there's some like, I mean, there are some times that people are caught into fucking oppress oh uh, no and to fucking uh body slams so that's multiple like, santos uh, like, is the yes. one he's he's the he's all right so Pereiro flips into the ring gets caught mid-air in an arm ring or takeover like he's flipping into the ring and the guy just sort of grabs him almost in a hip toss yeah that's really cool like it's it's so crazy um at one point <clears throat> um de santos has the problem is he doesn't sell that like he no nobody sells sell anything that, like he should 
Nobody sells a goddamn thing. That's the thing, right? <laughs> Pereira, like, all right, so DeSantos is one of the French guys in a headlock. He's on the ground. He reaches out. He's not even close. He wouldn't be able to make a tag if this was, like, actual tag rules. Uh, and Pereira launches up, um, uh, flips over the both of them, like, 12, 15 feet in the air, and just takes a full bump on his back for no reason. He just gets right up and takes over the headlock. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's really- it really is. It really is like like the things that make a wrestling match a wrestling match are not don't apply in this match. It's the it moon. Things are different on the moon. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? Like who cares? Yeah. No, so, shit. I zoned out. This is uh, the the stuff that we've like talked about. Like you know, actually talked about here was all the first five minutes. I zoned out for a second. I replied to a couple tweets. Um, still in just the direct aftermath of cleaning up uh, my son's shit and Liz Warren dropping out. Which are have some correlation. Yeah, well, Liz Warren found dead on West Texas Ranch. Shout out to Doomcock. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, simping uh, for for my queen. Um, the the bell rings. Uh, one of the guy catapult uh, the catapults in after the bell rings for no reason. Um, this is when I realized, oh, this is a rounds match. Uh, why, why not? Um, but the, the, the guy catapulted That's how in. it'll be on the moon. They'll have on, they, you know. Time just... works differently there, though. It's like. Uh, also, but... I don't know. The rounds are like six and a half minutes. They are they really? Make... I assume five. I don't, uh, they don't make sense. Time the, the works rounds... different on the moon. I mean, the end is really cool because it basically builds, like, I think Matt plays out like a fireworks display because by the end. Oh, yeah. Every. There's just oh, they're all flying in every five seconds. Yeah, yeah. We're so, just fly it, fly I, in, fly in. Head scissors, fly. They start figuring out fly. tandem ways. Like they're actually like instead of catching someone with the arm drag, they're like, I'm, "We're going to do it while you're jumping off of the platform." So you're going to be t- like a 15 foot fully extended arm drag. Yeah, it was so, so and it's, it's like a snapmare out of it. Like it's it, it's really cool. Um, it, like fuck man osprey bitch i hope you're taking notes like this is this is like the weirdest shit uh they just keep doing I mean, flips and bumping they, 50 feet in the air getting up I mean, this, this, this is something that feels like it should be like then also the guy like flies in there and gets caught in like a body slam which is really cool yeah a couple of times it's so raw every like, time like a davy boy smith ass body slam happens it's mota like, dos yeah. santos he keeps catching these guys that's the thing um uh, like the bell rings, signals into round two. Uh, like it's it's starting I mean, to lose no me. In trying to talk about this match literal. Oh no, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm I got my notes in chronological order. I gotta I gotta hit my spots here. Um, the, so round three, round three, Bordeaux flies in off the catapult, doing sort of a flip. Uh, Mosa dos Santos catches him and body slams him, and it's not one fluid motion either. So. Uh, Bordeaux is is you know, fifteen feet in the air, comes down, sort of chest first, and he just catches him. It's it's like a like dead ass fucking uh, caught his ass and then slammed him down, and then he gets a three count, which uh, again I didn't know the rules to this match. Apparently, it's two out of three falls round match with space catapults. Uh, you know, sure. when people think of world well, of sport, most, they most think about the catapults. That's most right. these catapult matches are two out of three falls. How about moon yeah. of sport? One thing that, that this match does have in common with the other matches is every time there's an arm drag, one of the guys sort of ends up in the ropes. And in my head, this would be caused by like a smaller than usual ring, but it's clearly like an 18 footer or maybe even 20. Um, but I think the, the main reason for that is everybody has such big, crazy movements that every time a throw is performed, each guy is effectively making himself the length of the ring with how, like how big their motion is. Um, 
uh, I have written down here, uh, boy, are my arms tired, which is a, you know, classic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dos Santos is, uh, less impressed or is the most impressive guy in this match. The French guys are less impressive to me. Um, it's, Dos Santos like counters a monkey flip by landing on his feet. That's like another spot that's, you know, like 25 years before it's time. Um, there's like a, a long hammerlock segment that ends this, the third round and, Nobody jumps in the ring. At this point, it's like, boys, you're kind of losing me. Um, and then round four starts with Pereiro uh, launching in, doing a 630, and just landing on his back for for no... He did a double front flip. The, the first ever recorded 630 in a wrestling match happens in this match. <laughs> and, uh, let me say, just, and, and, and you think, oh, wow, they should probably at least sell that for a second, right? Well, so that's the thing. This is a great example of the fact that unnecessary flips aren't, like, endemic of a post-2000s indie guys thing. And actually, this shit's been around since, like, the fucking, uh, like, student revolt in Paris. Like, this is, like... And those are probably the guys who were doing it first, right? Um, and then he gets pinned off of a headbutt to the sternum and a basic body slam for the second fall. <laughs> um, it's, it's so crazy. It's so, like, the crowd is, like, silent for most of it. They don't, like, nobody has any idea what to make of this. Um, I mean, it is one of the more, it is, it is the craziest fucking wrestling match maybe of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just for pure, pure, pure lunacy. <laughs> Lun- lunacy. Like, how is, how do, I guess nobody's seen this until now, right? No, no way. Like it's something that Johnny Cadmier would have tried to like. <laughs> well, Joe, you know, Joey Janela would have booked this for Spring Break by now if it if it had been I, seen. I, I, he, we somebody should certainly email it to him, right? Yeah, yeah. Then we don't you want to see what Jack Evans and like? Uh, oh my god. And like you know, like Blake scramble cage. Christian. That's the that. Th- this is the scramble cage of its time for sure. Like the yeah. like. It, it's six thirty. There's Peru does a second six thirty. By the way, um, and then yeah, they they start exchanging those leaps. The guys are like routinely launching in over their teammates as they exit the ring, which I guess is what a hot tag is. Um, they they just keep launching in and doing back body drops on each other. The crowd does it. it not a sound. There, there might not even be anybody in the audience for all for all I know. No, I mean there are people in the audience. Like, people in the audience pounding like. Down the rounds, it's very strange. It's <laughs> a nice it's very strange. Again, nice uppercuts. I mean, these guys are really pacing at each other. This sure. Stupid match. <laughs> yeah, it happens towards the end. They start to do some strikes. Um, the um, end of the draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Moto Dos Santos is the guy. He's like the world's strongest man. Um, he he doesn't even sicker like midair catch and body slam, but this time it's just for two. Um, it's like. <sighs> The 23 minute mark in the match is where I have. Uh, it finally breaks down and they start hitting uppercuts. Um, 23 minutes back of this match goes like 30 minutes. <laughs> so, all right. You have a match that, with this gimmick that goes 30. They got to like, use those. They spent PWG. Slow, settle down. <laughs> they spent a lot of money on those catapults. Yeah, they got to use them. I mean. <laughs> There's someone loudly laughing at ringside towards the end of it, and I'm not sure if it's like one of the workers or just some psychopath that's like in the front row. I mean, um, it's a funny match. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like so. A Pereiro's uh, does a, a Pereiro does like a front flip in, lands on his feet, and then just gets uh, somebody just shoulder blocks him, like j- like in lieu of fucking. Irish whips and shit. They're just flipping into the ring and then just getting cut off with a fucking clothesline. Um, 
it would get lots of near falls off of scoop slams and more uppercuts. And then, yeah, round five ends and we just have a draw. Or maybe judges come in and award the match to the, I have it written down as Spanish guys, the Portuguese guys. Um, but then the French guys raise their hands too because, like, I guess you could say this is like an ex- exhibition, right? Like, they're fighting for the moon title. Like, what? I, I have no idea what any of this was. Is there another catapult match? I haven't seen it. No, found it. No, I mean, we like I said, we haven't. I don't think we watched every second of all three hundred matches. Maybe it's only got a pull match, but I don't think so. So this wasn't listed. Like, was it? Did it? It was not listed as as. Uh, okay, <laughs> it wasn't listed as uh, uh, Le Catch de Lune or whatever. <laughs> no, I, I think it was just like I don't know. We can check and see what the listing was. Oh my god! What's the date, what's the date on this? It's uh, it's April twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two. Let me go to the big list of everything that... Let me ask you right quick. Uh, so obviously you guys are going to uh, figure out some way to, to put this out as a big batch and like a Google Drive or whatever. Um, at least like recoup the cost that it, uh, for the equipment that it took for the heist that you performed on the French <laughs> National exactly. Archive. <laughs> That's uh, the initial plan. I think I think Bloss has worked a lot of overtime, so he's kind of really... Sure. Is anybody going to have objections to us putting like links to this stuff in the in, in the notes to the show? Because people need to see. No, because there's, no, there's links in Saguna Kaida. Is there? Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't. Yeah, I yeah Saguna Kaida's got in every review that we've done, we've put all these matches on YouTube. Is there like a complete and accurate like a like one page yeah. where they can see every everything there that we've is, talked about? There is a. You should. You can link to that. There's a. Yeah. There is a uh, la, la compete and exact the French catch <laughs> that's got including links. It's something I started in 2014 when we didn't have all this footage. And there was like right. links to all the reviews I did of the stuff that was you know the handful of things that were already on YouTube. So you're filling out an old page then? That's yeah, that's filling great. Out an old page, yeah, yeah. But we've got all links to everything, all of our reviews up until this point. With in, in those reviews is links to every match. That's so, great. Yeah, should everybody should at least you know. Yeah. I don't know if you need to watch every second of this match, but you need. You need oh, to I see do. It. I mean, <laughs> but I'm saying everybody needs to see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everybody needs to at least spend a couple minutes watching this fucking thing because it is. It is. It's an experience. It is an experience. I mean, everybody watched so, the moon landing, right? Let's see what happened after they landed. Like, it's, yeah. it's important. It's arm drags. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Body do you not under, Do you not want to know how the colonization process yeah. went? <laughs> the terraforming. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, I mean, uh, it's, it's, show this to Elon I mean, Musk. Yes, this is. I mean, I, lo- I love this stuff so much. Like I, like, I legitimately could do a, like an hour long podcast every every week. That could be the most obscure podcast in the history of podcasting. That's what <laughs> like, I was saying, though. Talk, like talking about French catch wrestling from the fifties. You know, I'm, I'm sure somewhere there's like a like a. Uh, um, there's like there's some Don pervert who would listen to every episode podcast where a guy named Don and a girl named Dawn review episodes <laughs> of Veronica's Closet. Yeah, yeah, couldn't get more scared. There's an audience for everything. Your, I'm gonna I'm gonna review every minute of uh, of Ghostbusters too. Yeah, well, Lady Ghostbusters. Over the of six months. <laughs> nope. It's this called. Is it. It's called the, the the hauntedest uh, the haunted girl cast. Uh, it's yes. Lady Ghostbusters every minute. Uh, those those podcasts are cool. I want to do that, but with like uh, the fucking uh, Enoki and uh, <laughs> and Saito uh, Genryujima or whatever the fuck that thing is. Uh, yes, I don't I don't know what this was. I I I really um, I think to, it's sort of a weird thing to do. 
we did the two matches that were from 57 that give you a really good idea of like, you know, what this week to week style is and could be. If you watch those two along with the uh, Gilbert Cheska and Billy Cotanzaro match, uh, which again was the first thing anybody found of this, uh, which you were, the, were you the person who discovered that one? Yes. So that that started this whole thing. Uh, That's five, my five six years ago. Wrestling discovery. Yeah, yeah. It's... I mean, we are quoted as the current AI AEW world champion of being a fan of that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't five or six years ago. I'm looking at it now. My review of that was 2010. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's how long ago that was. I found this in 2010. And then 10 uh, years later, you have like 10 years a later, fucking... got it all. It's you crazy. Every second of it. See, that's the uh, thing. You played the long game on this one. Uh, set this caught up for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been recruiting the gang. You okay. and Jetlag met in prison, and you're like, <laughs> I got a score. I got it planned out. Yeah. <laughs> and Jetlag was like, I happen to have uh, a, a visa to, to work in France. <laughs> and then he dressed up as a janitor. <laughs> it was like, like Fast Five all of a sudden. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um oh yeah, you guys <laughs> like with uh two police cars like dragging a <laughs> It was Ocean's twelve, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Cassell like does a base dive off the a base jump off the, the top of the casino. Um I I I I think that the two matches that we did first are a great indication of what the like the house style um of this kind of thing is. And then this shows you the imagination of yes. these people. This, this is the sixties. This is when they started taking acid. Yeah, yeah, well, the, yeah. The, 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 the French <laughs> New we Wave. All. Yeah, the, the, again, it gets the, weird. I mean, it gets the weirder stuff. We talked about. There's the match. There's a bunch of matches in swimming pools. Swimming pools, right? Yeah. And there's a they thought that was. <laughs> they didn't realize they were think, on water. <laughs> and I think there's a point in the eighties where Flesh Gordon shows up okay. and he starts to wrestle with like. Um, with women, naked women at ringside. Yeah, see, it's good. This is this natural progression. <laughs> so it, For... gets, it gets weird because there's unfair. We have a fair amount of Flesh Gordon coming up in the eighties. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we get some decent Flesh Gordon. Yeah. Um, First you wrestle like a regular match. Well series, you know. <laughs> you start authentic and then you go to space. Yeah, yeah. Or or any any horror movie franchise. Uh, I. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen an Emmanuel uh, movie. I hear the first one's pretty classy. Is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other some other oh. things. We got Eduardo. We got a fair amount. Our first the first match on here had Eduardo Card Pontier on it. That's crazy. Oh yeah, like uh, that was the very first one, '56. Um, so there is like we, a there's some overlap with like you know wrestling in America. Like there there's definitely. Well, yeah, uh, Al Hayes shows up a lot. Okay. a bunch of Al Hayes. We've already reviewed one Al Hayes match, and we review a bunch more Al Hayes. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys. I think, um, I think, uh, what's his face? The guy was the NWA champion from New Zealand. Um, in the I, 60s. I couldn't say. Uh, Sorry, I, I can't remember his name. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? Mark Lewin. No. Um, not Mark, but, um, but um, but I, but uh, God damn it! Why can't I remember the guy's name? That's all right. Like, there's there's got to be only one, right? You know, let me just New Zealand NWA champion. Um, Pat O'Connor. Pat O'Connor. Oh, Pat O'Connor was from New Zealand. I did not know that. Um, I thought maybe, he was an American. Maybe, maybe I made that up. Maybe I made that up. But Pat O'Connor shows up. <laughs> uh, there's uh, so he shows up. Um, um, uh, what's his face? Um, 
Um, God damn it. I wish this is what happens when you get old, guys. Your brain goes gimpy. The guy, um, uh, <laughs> Ikea, Curtis Ikea shows up. Wow. Okay. So there's, and then wow. Philly, we have a Finley match from 1980, which we reviewed earlier in this stuff, too. Right. This and he like, works Finley, at, yeah. as like it's a regular, Finley. like he's like just a baby face that doesn't do anything cool. Is that sort of what I read that review and I was. No, he does some cool stuff. He's not, he's like the, he's like the younger tag partner of another Irish guy. So he's sure. he's not a babyface, he's a heel, but there's like an Irish team where he like is the second guy in that match. So he's like your younger partner of your older Irish heel. Nice. He doesn't shit. He's cool. It's 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 dope. It's Finley. It's not like the best sure. match we watch, but it's you get to see Finley. You know. Five years before we have any other Finley footage. Yeah, I really so like like the Young David stuff, like the two matches we have from like World of Sport. I, it's it's fun to watch those guys early on. Um, yeah. what, so what's the? You've heard of then Franz von Buten shows up a bunch of times. He's hell yeah, guy. we did yeah, Comp last week. We did him and uh, Frank Merckx. Yeah, um, so we've got there's a Pirate Comp. We reviewed a Pirate Comp match. Is that how you're saying it? We've we've been saying Piraten Comp. Oh, I have no idea how it's actually done, but we've against. Uh, Bob UFO, we think, is Rocky Della Sera. Okay. Uh, Rocky Della Sera, Franz Van Boyd, and Pirate Came Match, which is fine. It's not amazing. Sure. It's, like, it's, it's, it's still kind of cool. So not every one of those is going to be that, the Dave Taylor match. That's, that's like a. No, a not every one of those is the Dave Taylor match. But it's, so the, there's, you know, so we, so there's some guys who have showed up before, and then there's a lot of guys that, you know, who you've, you know, you watch once. And, and then you never see him again. Ever, you never see him again. It's yeah. awesome. It's such. It's 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 great when you when you discover a thing and and they have like yeah the you said Tony Oliver might be the 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 best wrestler ever to have one match on tape like it's, yeah who would be another candidate oh I I have no idea I, I like that's even think of who another candidate. Probably some backyarder who like died yeah. in a car wreck afterwards. Like I'm sure it's, it's somebody, <laughs> it's somebody from beyond in 2010 is like <laughs> somehow got got hold of the catapult match and is doing it, and he's not telling anybody else what his secrets are, um, which is what I would do if I was an athletic young man in Massachusetts. Um, yeah. So this stuff. What's the latest? What's the last of it? Where does it end? You there, Phil? The last match <laughs> He's looking it up. we have okay. is from 19, is Flesh Gordon <laughs> and Prince Zeffy versus Jesse Texas and Marquise from, well, it's uh, just porn. Uh, from November 29th, 1987. <laughs> Damn. So, and th- I, I take it that probably was yeah. not shot on film. That was shot on a VHS tape in a guy's basement. It was uh, shot on Polaroids. Yes. <laughs> shot on Polaroids, yeah. Yeah. This, uh, uh, so, and there's some other stuff, stuff we don't have, some stuff in the 80s where we don't have names, but, uh, but yeah, so then, oh, there's some, oh man, I'm still looking over some, there's a tag team of the, of Kato Bruce Lee and Black Shadow. Okay. Kato oh, yeah. Bruce Lee. That's <laughs> 85. White. Kato Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's, a, he's just a white guy with like black hair. <laughs> no, I, I, it could be a, you know, they've got guys who are, you know, clearly. Yeah, it's just Masa- it's Masawa, like, as Bruce Lee. <laughs> Maybe it is Masawa. I yeah. I wonder if it's, uh, didn't, uh, didn't, um, uh, all right, so should I just immediately go look at this footage and see what the fuck Kato Bruce Lee has? <laughs> yeah, see if, see if it's Keiji Muto, because it might be, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Sure. 
could be, you know, it could be like, it could be like Maeda or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Maeda worked, uh, worked World of Sport, didn't he? Yeah. As Kato. Yeah, he, did, he was not right? fan, uh, he was not a fan of Great Britain. If I, if I remember my Connor, uh, lore correctly. <laughs> yeah. Connor has all the scoops on Maeda. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up here as you see if you can identify that guy. Um, this is one of the weirdest finds of any of any like wrestling treasure trove ever. Um, I think NWA uh, NWA World is that what it was called? Yeah. NWA Classics. NWA Classics. The um, the the Houston footage was like one of those things. That, that was cool, but it wasn't weird. It was but just you know people like knew about it. Like I, I mean, I'm just like talking about like. Uh, Footage that existed somewhere. Big ass, yeah, like mines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy's closet. Some guy's big ass closet with a bunch of like. There's like a. There's like you know porno and snuff films, but also like a a, a box of like every episode of Georgia Championship Wrestling from 1981 <laughs> or whatever. You know. Yeah. Oh, um, these guys are all in masks. Okay. I'm not going to be able. To, I'm yeah. not going to be able to identify. Uh, Paul Ellering doing the Peter Bogdanovich other side of the wind for last bout Atlanta, like that <laughs> kind of like the 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 rare finds. Yeah. The fucking the I already forget his name. Match against Brett. That guy. Oh, uh, Tom face? McGee. Tom McGee. Tom, Tom McGee. McGee. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's all stuff like that's still but Brett. He's Hart, heard right? of that it's shit. Not, yeah. It's not like it's not like you know Tony Alvarez. Nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, it's like one of the best matches you've ever seen, and you've never heard of either guy. And one of yeah. them probably like he wrestled five matches or whatever. It's great, and um, he probably wrestled a thousand matches in Spain. No, no, <laughs> no. About, what's our next heist is got to be whatever the Spanish archives are. No, no, no. You go to Portugal. Franco took that to his grave. <laughs> You go to Portugal and you get more space matches because that's <laughs> it's it's the worst match of the three we watch, but it's also the it's iconic and I hope people watch this. I'm gonna it's gonna be the GIF uh, that we use and hopefully I don't know maybe it'll get some traction. Maybe people will be extremely confused by it like I was and uh, I am <clears throat> I'm I be losing my voice. Confused, you yeah. know. I, I I love to not know where I am or what I'm doing or what I'm looking at. Um, it's when I'm most in my element. Um, we like things that make people feel strange and uncomfortable on this yeah. podcast. That, yeah. That's the whole purpose of it. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, so every Tuesday, keep checking back for this stuff of you. If this podcast encourages you, because I don't know who, if anyone is watching this outside of me, uh, me, Matt, Jetlag, and Otani's jacket. The only people <laughs> I ever see talk about it. There could only be doing this every week and there could only be like four people watching. I mean, Eric. Most of the time, so. there's, they're doing. There's some of these have like triple digit views. You know, it's pretty good. All right, all right, good. I'm glad I'm glad because it's all great stuff. And it, it is it's like it's you get it. Shit, yeah, I mean, it's just me know, going back to it like a hundred times. It's like you know, you could you could why if you get you know, it's all fun to watch Warhorse yell on Twitter fifty times a day, but you can also <laughs> watch this. There's something else that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, French Catch House. French Catch House. I was almost there. All right, uh, <laughs> Phil. Thank you so much. Um, of course, yes. You're you're gonna have a baby next month, right? It's like a month away. You're gonna have a little girl next month. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to have a little girl. There, um, in my experience, she she was a lot less chaotic than than my son is, but uh, and she never like tried to eat her own poop. So there's that. <laughs> My son is also chaotic, but luckily he has not tried to use on poop. Thank you. Watch out for that. It's um. Well, he's he's, oh, he's three. I mean, at this point, you'd hope that he would 
<laughs> like if he was ever going to do it, we would start doing it when he's three and a half, hopefully. Yeah, a, um, late, a late bloomer, perhaps. <laughs> uh, thank you, Phil. Uh, and we will get you on yeah, again. Thanks, and Phil. We'll do, That's great. We'll do something. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll put it together. all kinds of things. I like talking about all kinds of things. Let me know when you're on your oh, next absolutely. work. Absolutely. Your next work trip, because this seems to be this seems to be the, a theme here. Every every All time right. you go to Atlanta, um, we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast All from right. now sounds until good. forever. Sounds, sounds good, guys. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, bye, everybody. It's a podcast. That's a podcast. Right. I gotta go eat dinner. Oh, not long either. Oh, yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah, no, we uh, we, uh, the recording is two hours and two minutes, and it'll probably come out to about one forty-five, which was what I was hoping for because I do have to eat food, put my daughter to bed, and go to work. So, um, thanks, man. Good talking to you guys. I love talking to you. Yeah, of course. We're um, I I was saying earlier, um, uh, I like I sent you that fucking IWA Mid South match, um, but yeah, man, like it was, it's been weird to like. Talk, talk to Daniel Macabe is like a weird one because I used to talk to him on instant messenger and shit when we were backyarders like 15 years ago. Um, and then you have, you know, I've been reading your shit. I think I made you really uncomfortable the first time we, we talked on the other show. Um, since I was like 12 or whatever. Yeah. And, and Siobhan, uh, was, she's even younger. So like it's same thing. I think she probably, you probably got in it around the same age, right? Yeah. About 12 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> 11. Yes. So, so psycho, man. So, so gross. Um, old <laughs> no, but you're, yeah, it's, 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 it's nice to be, um, we're, we're all, we're all in this together. And, uh, I, I really, yeah, I these are a lot of fun. And I like, you know, like it's not like, like I said, this is such a weird, small thing that somebody would be want to talk about it for an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, it was a fun that, no, that's, I, that's awesome. <laughs> bring more attention to it and just like, and it's, that's part of what we do, man. We did that Brazil match. We've done two Parat. Which, which podcast has done one Parat and Kampf match? We've done two. Okay. That's great. Have you had jet lag out? I would assume he speaks English. I've, I've asked him and he's, he's kind of, I don't know. He gave me like a soft pass. Just, I don't know. That was a while ago, though. So I mean, I I put his name on his initial review, and he asked me to take his last name off. So Sebastian R or some shit. He's like a fucking uh, like synth wave guy. Well, originally, at his full name, and he yeah. asked me to just put his last initial. And I was That's like, okay, so man, good. sure. Because yeah, everybody else, I guess, I guess, I guess Matt just is Matt D. I guess that's not that uncommon. <laughs> I know I've got the same name as the guy who was killed by aliens, so I'm basically not worried about it. <laughs> Tell, job employers finding wrestling shit. <laughs> tell tell Matt um, that we would love to have him on to talk about like eighties WWF tag wrestling or something. I I've always liked his reviews so much. So talk um, about fucking or fucking Portland. I mean, yeah, or or yes. like Rose. He got really into Lucha a few years ago on your on your blog, and I really enjoyed the My Lucha Journey stuff that happened. I know he's very busy and has been since he sort of stopped writing heavily for the site, but. Yeah, he's, he's got a bunch. He's got a bunch of kids too. I mean, once you have a bunch of kids, it's harder to. Yeah, that's why this is not a weekly <laughs> podcast um, because Siobhan has eight kids. Yeah, <laughs> so many kids. Going, it is enough. As no, they say. Awesome it is enough. You know, just like a lot of stuff going on. Fucking Octomom. Right, I gotta. I'm gonna. I gotta make a couple phone calls before I go to bed, guys. So I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I gotta of return course, some videotapes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. On, bye. Always a pleasure. Always, always. I'll, uh, Siobhan. We'll talk and Phil. Of course, yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>